it's the Diaper Report Podcast Season 3, Episode 1. On this episode, we cover the latest news, play the GFB 30 quiz, discuss Christmas, the 30th anniversary, and Avengers Campus. Hi everyone, and we are back with the GLP Report Podcast Season 3. I know uh, a lot of people have been asking when we're going to be back, and uh, well, um, now we are. Today on the show, we have Jeff from GLP Town Square, a long, long-standing member. <laughs> Still here. Somehow. Still here. <laughs> Three seasons in. Exactly. And uh, Patrick, who's also becoming a long-standing member and or a quiz master. I can't remember if I was here for season one, was I? I don't think so. Maybe not. Uh, and we have a special guest today. It's Sadie. Hi, Sadie. Hi. You may know uh, Sadie from uh, Instagram. What is your Instagram? Disney Sadie. There you go. And um, she is also the other half of Jack and Sadie. <laughs> <laughs> and you may know Jack from Disney. Is he still Disney Parks Jack? He is, yeah. Yes, there you go. But he's playing football tonight. So um, we <laughs> thought we'd have Sadie. It would be actually a better choice. Um, no, I'm kidding. He's going to kill me. <laughs> uh, so welcome. Welcome. Um, today, we have obviously... <laughs> a ton to talk about, uh, but we're mostly going to talk about the latest news and the latest happenings at Design Paris, but we still have quite a ton to talk about. Uh, so we'll start with a bit of a roundup of the latest uh, news and happening that have been um, going on at Design Paris. And then Patrick will present his famous quiz. Is it the is it a DLP 30 quiz? It is a DLP 30 quiz. And it's, it's kind of it, it it's kind of hard at the beginning and easy at the end. So because okay. <laughs> I, I kind of didn't have as much time at the end. So I was like, oh, easy. No, is it, is it about the DLP 30 offerings or is it about no, 30 years right, of DLP? 30 years, 30 years of DLP, baby. We oh made it. Who we even made... knew that we would make it? Because <laughs> it didn't look like it. We would for a long time. We're not, we're not bankrupts. Who knew? Right. Not I'm everyone. Not everyone yeah. thought we'll make it. Um, and then we'll talk about uh, three big features um, after the quiz. We'll talk about Christmas and especially the new parade. Uh, of course, the 30th anniversary with quite a lot of talking about that. And of course, we'll also go to talk about Avengers Campus. So in that order. Uh, but let's start with some news, shall we? Uh, we have a bit of a tracker here. The, uh, the first thing we want to talk about is uh, character costumes in hotels. It's something that... Um, we haven't seen in a long time. I mean, uh, Newport Bay Club has started this trend. Um, was it even during the pandemic? When was when did yeah, this yeah. start? Yeah, I think it was when it reopened, right? When it reopened, right? With the, the um, sort of nautical Captain Captain Mini. I don't even know Captain Mickey, Captain Mini. Are they both captains? I, I can't remember actually. Donald Donald is just sweeping the decks, and who else do we have? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but Santa Fe is the latest one to unveil costumes, and oh my God, they won all out. Um, I, I, my favorite, obviously, is Minnie. Um, but Mickey's cute too, and Goofy has overalls, and even Pluto is trying to get in on in the game with like his little uh, checkered color. I feel like Pluto is always hard to capture because um, he always has theme colors, except for GLP thirty, where he has a vest. I believe. Does he? Yeah. Yes, that's true. Yeah. It's so much of a vest. We love it. 
Um, so, but um, Jeff, do you remember when they had like character costumes in the hotels before this? I feel like this was a yeah, long time ago. Yeah, they ended like, I don't know, 2012-ish, I want to say. Maybe 2013. Isn't, isn't that where like most things ended? <laughs> yeah, most things sort of ended then. Because for a while they were like, well, we are not putting characters in hotels anymore. You got to pay for that. Right, but you pay for your hotel. No, but you can still go to a hotel. Right. But I mean, it takes a it takes a level of like dedication to decide to bring your entire family to a hotel just to meet a character and then not go to the parks. I think you would be surprised. That's true. That's true. <laughs> it is Paris. I, I remember when so they used to do in the Disneyland hotel, I think Wednesday through Sunday, they did the Descent of the Stairs show. And so many people just rocked up for that and then left. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that was, but also because Disney princesses, people get crazy yeah. about Disney princesses. In one time, I remember reading about that a while ago, uh, like when they were doing the whole thing, they had Anna and Elsa in the Disneyland Hotel. And they oh, were God. Like, it, was, it was fine. And then everyone found out and they just got mobbed. And like, no, Anna and Elsa. Yeah, there was that New Year's Eve, wasn't it? It was New Year's Eve. And I remember oh, like, oh, sent, oh, I, I sort yeah, of told was- somebody and then all of a sudden they were like, okay, well, someone put it on social media. Uh, not naming names, I know who it was. Um, and then they were like, "Was well, it me?" No, it wasn't you. <laughs> <laughs> and then they were like, "Well, now we're going to check your Easy Pass." Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, especially for the Disneyland Hotel, where it's so easily accessible. I mean, this is where we go to the bathroom. Um... <laughs> yeah, well, it's not. I mean, the park ones are not great. And I'm excited the for the actually. I'm excited for the new bathroom at Disneyland Hotels opening <laughs> 2023 or four. <laughs> um, one thing that we toned down already. <laughs> yeah, great. Well, it's important, and I would like to point out that the Bella Note toilets are still not reopened. What are they doing in there? There better be TVs in there when they reopen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> with like pads to be with, fair though, the Paris bathroom, line, I don't know. <laughs> Paris bathroom refurbishments are like amazing though. They are. Remember Phantom Manor when that opened up and I was like, oh my god, it's a great toilet. It was so cool. <laughs> they are great toilets though. Like the one by Agrabah with like all the nice tiling. It's yeah. really nice. I mean, if if I'm like walk around the arcades and I'm like, no, you know what? I'll just I'll hold it. I mean, you've already got a topic for the next podcast. You're going to rank them clearly because exactly. Oh my god, we should. I mean, <laughs> I, mean should. I mean, Disney and Paris toilets open more frequently than new attractions, so you know they get refilled. <laughs> That's so true. I mean, well. there are some really good ones. I think my favorite ones are probably like Colonel Hathi's, Agrabah, and the Town Square, but like not the shit Town Square by City Hall, the good <laughs> Town Square by Main Street Transport. What is Phantom Manor or not up at the top of your list? It's They're too weird. small. They are quite small. How big do you need toilets to be? <laughs> I don't know. I like I like spacious toilets, like the ones in Town Square. You could literally like have a party in there. Yeah, that's true. Um, Nothing beats the one in uh, the Elysee Hotel. Uh, oh, where they yes, literally have like the the disco ball. Disco up ball. There. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? I'm excited for the toilets in Avengers Campus. Will the water be warm or will it be cold? Who who even knows? Thank you. <laughs> Well, will they be themed? Has anyone been to California Adventure? No. No. I mean, yes, but not for Avengers Campus. Right. I wonder. Like, no one, see, this is why we're European blogs, because the Americans, they don't post the toilets. The Galaxy's Edge toilets are nice. 
and they had they had they were the first ones to have warm water, and that's why everyone's like, "In space, water's warm." I was like, "Okay." Wait, and Galaxy's Edge? Yeah. Uh, my my yeah. big like pet peeve about American park toilets and just American toilets in general is hand dryers. Like, where are they? Non-existent. Yeah, <laughs> and then when you come across one, you're just like, right, these are the toilets. Yeah. I really think, uh, screw the rest of the, the, the topic. Let's talk about toilets for that. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, Jesus. This podcast is already off track. Sorry. So we wanted to talk about characters in hotels. And by the way, the hotels toilets need to be redone because most of them are not really nice. Um... Oh, we're getting back onto the toilet. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. The good thing with, you know, characters in hotels is that character hugs have returned. See how I jumped to the next topic? Yeah, mm, that you can hug your character. So um, it was, I mean, you know, let's just get straight into it. I, I, Cass was not happy because Cass was not told. And, um, you know, all, all the Disney friends uh, came on stage one morning and they were told they had to hug guests. And I think there was kind of a big uproar um, internally about that. But guests were really happy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was decided one morning that it would happen and uh, no one really expected it, but good, I guess. Um, and uh, face characters have still not uh, changed back to normal um, meet and greets. But we have um, a date for that now. Yeah, is it 26? No, it's the 1st of April, isn't it? Is it? Yes, you're right. <laughs> 26 was the previous There was date a rumor though. for a long 26 time. 26 was the previous 26, date that I had yeah. and that's why I had to redo my tweet. Uh, so, uh, right. So that's good because this, this podcast is going to be posted on Monday. So Monday we will still have distance face character meets. Uh, but from the first, the annual pass party will have happened by then. Yes. The annual pass party. That was great. It was great. So, I mean, my favorite was definitely the Baymax meet and greet. Um, Pirates and princesses. Did you enjoy that? Well, it wasn't really Pirates and Princesses. It was just one of the scenes, Pirates and Princesses in the show. Um, but, you know, uh, Beauty and Beast, really popular. Oogie Boogie, very popular. Um, yeah, who else did we see in the future? Yeah, Louis, the alligator, uh, that was fun. Um, and Bushu. that love... I love that they reused a, the final scene from Disney Dreams for the projection show because no one yeah. expected that. And I think people were just like watching and I'm still talking in the future, still watching the show. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> bam, isn't bam, magic? Peter Pan. Isn't it oh, that rhymes? People have a, a stitch and an angel meet. That's crazy. But they did for this warrior. Yep, stitch and angel. Yeah. yeah, I'm mad because apparently, according to merchandise, apparently merchandise department, if it doesn't have stitch or angel on it, it won't sell. Yeah, now you can't meet the people around yeah. the park. I mean, um, they're two huge characters. It doesn't matter as well. You'll notice like in so many of like outlet stores at the moment, Stitch and Angel are absolutely everywhere. You can, you just cannot avoid them. Which like is kind of weird. The annual password. It's amazing. Well, <laughs> I mean, are we running out of characters to just push out for those parties? Because now I feel like, you know, I mean, they have, uh, Oswald and Hortensia are going to be at, or where I, Jesus, I don't even know what tense to use. We're at Meet Mickey, which I guess they're gonna use the um, the whatever the rooms, right? So that will be the first time that the rooms are being used, unless they put them on the stage. But that's weird because they're fur, so they shouldn't be distanced. So we'll see. 
Um, or we would have seen by the time you listen to this. So there's, uh, there's loads of characters though, because like, there's so much coming. Like there's, I mean, Encanto. Obviously, eventually we need to get Mirabelle. Absolutely. I don't understand why the Mandalorian is not like everywhere. He has a mask. Like I mean, because he's yeah. not on planet, is it? I don't know. Well, he's. Is that, is that what to the be, issue is? He, he travels around the galaxy. Um, Therefore, Star Wars Nights, I think, in Anaheim. And then that got cancelled because of COVID. Mm. But they're happening again next month or the month after next May. May. But like, couldn't he just visit Galaxy's Edge? I think they well, want to make a thing whole, out of it. I think the whole thing was... Well, didn't they make, I haven't thought of this. Didn't they make Galaxy's Edge at a very specific timeline where Mandalorian wasn't a thing and they're just trying to like walk on it? Uh, yeah, but... So, and stuff like that. Yeah, so Galaxy's Edge is sort of in the sequels. But The Mandalorian takes place just after Return of the Jedi. So there's about 20 years gap. But Mandalorian could totally be alive in 20 years from Return of the Jedi. I mean, Star Wars should really talk to Marvel because at Marvel, they're like, yeah, this is just a parks timeline. So (laughs) no one is dead. And... We also have the new characters, and um, it's all fine because this is the parks timeline. They have the multiverse. You know what they need to do? They need to have a Star Wars multiverse movie, <laughs> and then everyone can just be everywhere. I mean, come on. It's, it's money, so JPEG would probably make it happen. Um, I, refer- I, I think yeah. they're going to drop the timeline at some point. Maybe. Obviously, they can't for the attractions in Galaxy's Edge, but yeah, well, are we getting a Star Wars land? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows at this point? <laughs> Who knows? I had like posted those aerial photos of the expansion, and uh, we got picked up by this Star Wars blog, and they were like, "Oh, here are some photos of the future Star Wars." And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> all right, <laughs> one day, maybe, maybe not there. I don't know." <laughs> It's just, I feel like it's just kind of tough because they're rethinking the whole process because Galaxy's Edge, let's face it, is beautiful, but it doesn't quite work in terms of like a lot of things. Um, and European guests, like they want the Death Star, they want the classic characters and all this is not offered in Galaxy's Edge. And so I feel like maybe Paris is like, uh, before we start digging, should we just think about that a little bit? But I think you could do Galaxy's Edge. I still think you could do it and just sort of set it I don't know, set it, you know, 30 years in the past or whatever, and it could be part of the original Star Wars timeline. I could call it the fine. other edge of the galaxy. Yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, I love sitting around in that land. It's so nice. It is. It is. But there's um, not a whole lot to do, really, I suppose. I suppose you kind of go on the ride, you, like, have something to eat, and then you're like, see you later. Like, I think, I think, I think the reason, well, we're, are we getting into Galaxy's Edge now? Yeah. <laughs> I think the reason why Galaxy's Edge is a bit of, like, a, a bit of a flop in that respect is that they promised, they were like, you're going to have your story, and people are going to know who you were, and you're going to have credits, and you're going to be able to, like, if you, like, ruin the, 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 Millennium Falcon, people will know who you were. And I'm like, uh, no, you pretty much just go there and do it and then go. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Well, because not all of this is available at the Star Cruiser. That's that's a hard pass on a, on a very minor fan like me. It's a hard I don't know. I still want to do it. I have sort of, I was very much in the looks rubbish, not going to bother. And seeing what people are saying about it, I'm kind of in the 
Yeah, I probably want to do it now. Oh, the thing I'm is, so much it, on the, I will donate my organs to make this happen. Oh, well, Jack is going to be happy to learn now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, Sadie's going to be like, um, I sold the child, but we're going to the Star Cruiser. Uh, <laughs> it, does look, it, it does look like two, what, two and a half days of just great stuff. I feel like you know how in in London and I think in New York they used to have the sleep no more uh, theater experiences where you basically get into that building and you'd get like swept away by those actors and like the story made no sense whatsoever. I mean, you were early confused, but you had a great time because you you were in the middle of the action. You know, I feel like this is what you're paying for. You're paying for immersive theater. You're not paying for like luxury space travel. Like, I mean, you know, sure the rooms are a bit. Basically, I think but... I think some of the rooms should be reconfigured. Like the whole idea of having a double bed and two bunk beds. Every, everybody who slept in the bunk beds so far is like, they are not good. <laughs> we should put Patrick in the bunk beds. Bottom bunk only, please. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, because I crush someone if I go on the top. <laughs> okay. I mean... Move on, move on. Moving on, moving on. All right, back to Disneyland Paris. Um, there's been a lot of refurbishment actually going through, um, uh, going forward uh, to the anniversary. Uh, and we've seen so many things uh, being repainted and repaved. Uh, and the park looks great. I was, uh, I was really happy seeing all of that. And there's still more going on. They're redoing uh, Castle Courtyard uh, paving because the great thing about those pavers in uh, Fantasyland is that well they look great but also the old pavement next to it now looks really shit uh, so if you were in Castle Courtyard uh, you know the washed out painted uh, pavement was just really kind of gross so now they're redoing that uh, but I don't know what's happening with the bridge it was supposed to go under and it hasn't and now the Tanière is reopening and nothing has been done um and uh, Jeff has uh, nicely put a few other dates in there. Uh, <laughs> Can't remember the, the dates. Well, the Nautilus will reopen on the 29th of April. I am not sure why it is closed. They're not doing anything in there, are they? Anyone? No? Okay. Not that I know of. I don't think so. I mean, maybe cleaning. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> They've been cleaning for three months. Well, there was that child who had the um, cafe Hyperion. And anyway um so the a lot of people <laughs> need to go out there afterwards yeah like, i'm just gonna not go anywhere else for a yeah. while <laughs> god um and uh the riverboat molly brown 8th of april well this one needed to be refurbished i think um and not just because tiana blew up fireworks from it for halloween but also um it needed a bit of love uh, but that's fine because we're shooting a segment on the boat uh, right after. So, um, and uh, small world. I mean, you say no reopening date, but I think it's just like end of year. God knows what they're doing in there. There's no official one, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my poor beloved small world, come back to yeah. me. And that little that little walkway right now is pretty. It's pretty, pretty narrow. Grim. Pretty <laughs> yeah. Narrow. Yeah. I wonder. I wonder how that works after the parade. So there's 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 walls on the Fantasia gelati side and on It's a Small World. Is this whole thing like two meters wide? Yeah, pretty much. God. Anyway, it's got to be done. Um, uh, yeah, but maybe not at the same time. Yeah. 
maybe they could have like done the pavers or something or like done all the outside work on small world and then got okay well maybe we can move these fences back a little bit now yeah and also there used to be walls down the street at Bella Notte toilets which are still not reopened <laughs> Well, that's because that's because installing the flat screen TVs. Um, <laughs> uh, you're welcome back to your bed. I know we still haven't opened, but don't worry. We'll we'll like if we get if the, if they open during the podcast, we'll make sure to stop and tell. <laughs> yeah, actually, I could send someone right now. I'm going to send someone. Um, another another uh, craziness that happened was the uh, lounge fly madness, as we have on our little tracker. Uh, wow! So. Oh, yeah. Are you going to get one, Sadie? Are you trying to get one? Did you buy one online? No, I refuse. Okay. I mean, I'm a part of a lot of Loungefly groups and they're kind of averaging on around 250 at the moment. Whoa. Um, uh, which, oh, it's so upsetting. I mean, it's upsetting already that I think the price already went up that little bit extra to that, you know, 100 mark. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I've got a lot of lounge flies. I, you know, I love them, I, but I'm very specific. And that it is one that I would absolutely love because, you know, Disneyland Paris hasn't had their own one before. So it would be an awesome one to own. Uh, I just wish they put limits, uh, kind of like the whole figment popcorn bucket fiasco that happened in like Walt Disney World. And they were like, no, two per person. Like, I wish that that sort of thing was happening a bit more just to stop the whole craziness that people go through with stockpiling them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, um, I think I think some of the issues are um, with like French law; they're not allowed to refuse to sell unless it's a limited edition. But I'm like, why don't you just make it a limited edition, like fifty thousand, like or however they have in stock, and then it's a limited edition, and then they can say one per person. Like, I'm sorry, like I, the thing is, like a lot of people say, oh, but it's not fair. Like, I can't get to the park. It's not fair for me. I want to get it. I can get to a park. And I feel like, well, park specific merchandise is something nice. Yeah. If you're visiting and it's there, then like a day you get to buy it. And if it's not there, then, you know, you'll, there, there'll be other items. There'll be other things. Um, right now there's not much, but there's the soapies there, for example, now. And I some people that, that does fall down and couldn't right? get the soap, you know, it's like, you get some, you win some. Like they can't stock everything at all times, and I think they have some kind of secret release schedule. They said there were there was going to be more in April. I'm assuming like April 12 week or whatever. Um, I'm assuming that's the week to go because they're going to want to have this everything in stores for April 12. I guess maybe the Spirit Jersey will be back then. But yeah, um, and. Um, we posted a photo of like a giant trolley full of bags, um, but no faces. Uh, and then we got a lot of insults in our DMs about people saying that we're posting faces. Not us. It wasn't us. It was loopings. <laughs> we, we, uh, we, we also got threatened by legal action. Just they were going to sue us. We're like, Why? Yeah. I don't care. Well, it's funny because they should be threatened by legal action for whatever business they're making. But anyway. Um, yeah. Isn't, so, there, well, isn't there like It'd be difficult to prove this, but I think in the American parks anyway, there's a there's a clause in the annual pass contract. And I haven't read ours. I just sign the piece of paper and, and get a piece of card and go, yay. But in the American parks, there's a clause that if, if you use your annual pass discount and then you go and resell the thing, they can cancel your annual pass. There is. And it's like, um, I think that, I think it's like a strike 
they have like uh, I think it's two I think that's the that's it I think it is two strikes and and you're out because I saw um somebody post this on there um around the whole figment bucket thing not long ago so yeah I mean I I, I totally get you know why they do it because I mean I'm fully prepared to come home empty-handed from my trip I'm not expecting to be able to get hold of anything but so it would yeah, be and I mean the thing is like if you have an actual friend like let's say Patrick you're visiting that day and they just release something and I text you oh you get me one you know like okay two per person fine you you're yeah. buying one for you and you're buying one for a friend but people who come out with those giant trolleys and they have like 50 80 100 bags in there like I'm sorry, you did not have like 80 friends who texted you that they wanted a bag. Like you've obviously taken orders in advance or you're hoping to resell them in the future. And we you could, make we could ban the trolley things. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they banned in the US. They uh, like giant yeah, think, big yeah, trolleys. Like they put like 10 kids in there and pushed them around the parks. <laughs> I don't think they don't allow those anymore. Uh, I think I think it's also aggravated by the fact that this year the whole like stock has been a bit stuck and whatever. So. I think, yeah. like, you know, it would have been nice in an ideal world for them to literally just have, like, pretty much a lot of stock so they could just, like, flood the demand, basically. But, you know, I think, I think I, I personally, I think that really irritates me, which is on Paris merchandise, is that some of the really good merchandise is limited edition. And I'm like, stop making good li- merchandise limited edition. Just, like, yeah. make them for it. And then when you see that they have glasses from 2014 that are still on the shelves eight years later, they can afford to make, like decent merchandise last and be like yeah it's, it's the thing I want to buy do you know what I mean I don't know yeah but I mean it's um you know this they're getting better but I feel maybe the I don't know who at merchandise decides what kind of products they're going to make and how much they're going to order I mean clearly there must be someone who thinks that some of the items are like a sure bet you know and that's what you should order <laughs> A lot of, and I'm hoping that when the Avengers Campus merchandise comes out, they will be able to know what is going to sell and they've already ordered a lot because it's going to be the same thing. I mean, it's going to be, there's going to be some limited edition stuff probably that's going to be for the opening, like, you know, all the, like they did for Star Wars, like they did for, for in the US, that's fine. But then the core line of merchandise, you should have enough of everything because you know it's gonna sell. People are gonna buy the t-shirts and the hats and the whatever else they make, right? Like the pins. And that's the thing oh, going back to Patrick's thing on the limited edition merchandise. Paris is very sort of obsessed with like these cute edition numbers. They're like, well, this is a Pirates of the Caribbean thing that opened in 1965, so that's gonna be 1965 of them. And you go, okay, fine. You could probably sell 10,000 of these. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. Like in the like the Disneyland Paris thirty merchandise, like the core line is like pretty strong. Like it's I in in and like when I was looking at pictures of the DLP twenty five merch and stuff, I I genuinely think the DLP thirty merch is like the core line merch is like stronger than the DLP twenty five merch. So like it's all they they've done a really good job designing stuff that people obviously want to buy, and I think it's you know I know there's like exceptional circumstances that keep them from. You know, having enough on the shelves and whatever, but you know, I think it's 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 sad that you, some people are going to be visiting during the thirtieth and probably won't be able to get the chance to buy the thing that they would really like to buy. And you know, 
yeah, hopefully lay over. I was thinking like maybe like Shop Disney, they'll maybe do like a collection when everyone's like towards the end, like, hey, here's all the things and that you really liked during the, so like, you know, so that, like for people like Sadie that might come and might be have a lounge fly that they'll be able to get their chance to buy a lounge fly. It's, it's, it's just unfair that people seem to be going through pickups like the I have heard that it's kind of been rumored that you know some of the 30th merch will eventually come to Shop Disney, which I really hope so. I mean, Shop Disney, obviously now all the Disney stores have closed, they've done a complete 360. I mean, the the stuff that you can get on there, which before it was it was so limited, whereas now you can get merchandise from right across the parks. Um, and there is, and which I which is great. I mean, I'm literally wearing this now resort stuff that I've got from um Shop Disney. But I yeah, I mean it would be great if you know like say for somebody like me who can't visit as often as I would like to then it would be great if they did sort of like small little launches or at least staggered them so you know people could still have a chance to get their hands on stuff yeah well you know it's a learning curve I don't know if they'll ever learn but (laughs) there's a curve um Sadie I love you tanking Red Bulls it's nine o'clock on a Thursday party all right that's the spirit one life is fueled with pixie dust and red bull (laughs) there you go wow that's a slogan right there (laughs) well i know in i know in tokyo i know recent like before covid or something i don't know but i know they they did this thing where to be able to buy online from tokyo disneyland you had to enter your ticket number so that you to show that you'd already visited the park in like say Ah. x amount of time prior to blah 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 like a month before and you know that could be a way to like you know to have disappointment in that if you have like your your pass number you can go onto like a special site and be like hey this was my ticket number and blah 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 and then the, the question becomes people are just going to ask you for your ticket number and then it doesn't work so there's no real solution do yeah. you think dlp but, but they, can manage to link their ticket number database to shop disney please they, they could in theory because D23 did this with Mickey F. Glendale's just last week. So everybody who had a D23 membership could log in to Mickey F. Glendale's. Right, but that's D23. Yeah, but the account system's now unified. Mm. Yeah, I remember that time that everyone had, I mean, not everyone, but some people had to get new AP numbers because the database got corrupted or something. Remember that? You remember that? Yeah. I, I that. People <laughs> send, like other people's information. Like, yeah, oh, oh my God. Yeah, and you're like, no, that's not me. And here's you have you have literally their pass number, and you're like, okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I was like playing around on the official app the other day, and it's like now you can go to ticket and passes and it shows your annual pass with the number, but you can't scan it to go in. No, but soon. Yeah. That's the it's, next update. Yeah. But it's just a QR code. Like, come on. Think of all the 40 euros. Think of all the 40 euros they're not going to be getting anymore when you lost your pass and you have to go to the desk and wait for two hours and have them make another one for you and charge oh that is a mess right now as well there's a lot there's a lot that's that's coming to the app uh a lot a lot of updates and so yeah i feel like they're by the end of the year they'll have like really this stuff together so yeah yeah yeah. i I was impressed i i did my marvel bookings yesterday that was really fun that was cool oh for the uh superhero station yeah it's like all themed as well like all this all the pages have like marvel graphics it's actually Mm -hmm. quite cool all right. Are, are Marvel people meeting in the hotels? Just Spider Man. Oh wow, well, that was the thing. I, I because I remember thinking I don't know. I have I haven't heard anything about that since like the hotel launch, and I was like, is that? It was really I fun. Had? I did it uh, um last month. I didn't do it before because obviously I don't. I mean, obviously 
I don't really stay at hotels. Um, but <laughs> I don't know how that comes across. <laughs> Obviously, I don't stay at hotels. <laughs> I, know, I know hotels love more you vibe out of you guys, but I obviously don't pay for hotels. <laughs> Anyways, um, and it's a it's a really it's a really cool setup. It was really fun. Spider Man was nice. He was French. <laughs> he was oh, very French. Yeah. French Peter Parker. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure. So is Spider Man a face character? Uh, technically, yes. Okay. Because we got close to him. I mean, not close, close, but <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Technically, so. he's a he's a face character, even though he's got a, a mask. But it's okay. not like. Right. Would it would be well, enough. I guess. It'll be interesting to see what's going to happen when Avengers Campus open, uh, because uh, are, are they going to keep the superhero station at the hotel? And also, is it going to be just Spider-Man? Because Spider-Man's going to Avengers Campus as well. I mean, Europeans love Spider-Man. So that's that. But I feel like, you know, there's going to be other heroes um, in Avengers Campus. So maybe they'll just mix it up. Um Last thing we want to talk about in news. Are we really going to talk about this, Jeff? <laughs> Mickey, and Minnie's, right? Mickey and Minnie's magical lip sync. Oh, sorry. Magical voyage uh, at the Dubai <laughs> Expo. Yeah, that? we need to talk about it because it was lip sync. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. That was so... T- I did not get the point. I also didn't like the story. Like, oh, we're discovering the whole Mar- Mar- Marvel I'm Like, no, guys, it's been over for a year. You've been here. Like, you know... They're, they're no, not- but I mean, this, is, this was just an advertisement. For... I know, but I'd like, I'd like, you know, I, I, I took issue with the fact that they were like, oh, I wonder what's happening. Oh, is it a birthday today? I'm like, you've been celebrating it for the past three weeks. You know I mean? <laughs> well, technically, technically, the park is not 30 yet. No, but they've been celebrating it for the past three weeks. And I then, know. And then they were like, oh, is it a party? And then they disappeared and learned a choreography and came back and were like, oh, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had issues with the script. Uh, <laughs> I remember that stage. It's a huge stage, and and it would just like, yeah, I don't know. But uh, all the people came from Paris. I think they sent all the performers and show directors, and I believe even Natasha was there, uh, selling the resort to the UAE guests. Um, they're great guests, you know. I mean, Middle East, Middle East, and India, uh, big markets for Paris. So that makes. They sense. also they didn't just do Paris. They did uh, Cruise Line and Walt Disney World as well. Right. Exactly. And, and to that, all the United Arab Emirates of people were like, just build a Disneyland here. We'll yeah. <laughs> Which would totally happen one day. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like the parks, the parks that they have built there are not really uh, full at all. There's no one there. I mean, all yeah. the ones that I've been to. Um... We went to um, IMG in uh, February and was it February? I think it was February. Anyway, it was, I mean, it, we we turned up and there were three other cars there so we googled to make sure it was actually open when we left there were about 20 cars we literally had the whole place to ourselves and i was like how did how does this place stay open yeah i mean it was i mean i gotta give it credit like the whole like marvel land section they had was done really well um but yeah i was surprised yeah. how empty it was i went to the wb world in um abu dhabi uh and it's the world's biggest indoor theme park. And the theming was on point. Like I'm talking Disney level, like the attractions, you know, a lot of them could use better. This was all screens and the theming, you know, you could see a lot of ceiling and there was yeah. a lot of like, you know, not really real animatronics. I mean, it wasn't really Disney quality, but 
Um, but the theming uh, of the actual park and the streets and everything was really, really on point. But same, I mean, I think we we're really mad at some point because we had to wait 10 minutes for one of the roller coasters. <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, how dare they? We like, we're not walking on. What is this? <laughs> like, you know, there was no one anywhere. Like the restaurants, like, yeah. Um, so I don't know. They have it's partnerships. A lot of them, I think, are partnerships with the with the tourism board, with the government. And so I think park operators probably don't pay that much, like definitely not for the land. And they probably got built really cheaply compared to, you know, what we pay in Europe to build our lands, which I'm sure is probably like 10 times. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, anyways, how did we uh, even uh, get there? I don't know. Dubai <laughs> Expo. Oh yes, Dubai Expo. So yeah, I mean, um, I've also been to Dubai Expo. It's amazing, by the way. Really sad that it's closing this month. Um, uh, but yeah, it, I think it was just an advertisement uh, and it was produced by Disney Destinations. I have to uh, mention the name, which is the UK branch of the Walt Disney Company that is in charge of promoting Disney World, Disney Cruise Line and Disneyland Paris. It's all very complicated. I don't understand myself. They sponsor <laughs> the podcast. It sounds like they are. I know, right? <laughs> they should. <laughs> Anyways, um, it is time, Patrick. It's time. Oh, wow. Okay, great. Yeah. It's time. It's time to play the quiz. Enthusiastic. And, and you have requested a new music, so we shall have a new music. Um, are you guys ready? Should we? Uh, let's do it. Yeah. All right. Let's go. I was the only person that was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Patrick, uh, the microphone is yours. So we're talking about GLP 30, and I feel like Jeff is going to get all these. So, answers. also, on any of these questions, I don't really care about when the press event was, just, just so that we can be clear, because I don't know when they were. Um, that is totally that is totally a remark for Jeff who's going to be like well yeah 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 technically well the preview was five days before and the press event was two days before expecting six of these questions to be like Jeff be like I have notes and I'm going to be like (laughs) (laughs) Um, anyway um, so uh, because you're new here Ben just say your name for the quiz don't say the answer oh yeah yeah I mean I'll probably forget Sadie, Sadie knows because, you know, she's listened to the podcast. Okay. Uh, I've kind of, the first, my first, all right. Okay. Question number one, everybody. Good luck. Uh, there are three possible answers that you can Ooh. use the first question. So you could, you have three. Is it a multiple choice? No, absolutely not. Oh, uh, oh there's uh, just like three correct answers. Yeah, there's three correct answers. So just oh, before. God, Jeff, this is already complicated. There's one each. <laughs> yes. You can get one each. Okay. In its opening year. How much did an adult ticket for your Disney cost in high season? Does it have to be in francs? It can be in francs, it can be yours, and it can be without inflation if you want. I'll take a guess. Go for it. Is it 200 francs? It was more, baby. <laughs> Rip off. <laughs> um, ben, I think it was 320. Oh, good lord, no. Franks. It was less, it was less. Well, that's like 60 euros. Yeah, I know, know, because I have the answer in front of me. (laughs) Well, I don't know, Sadie, you want to guess? It's between, I guess it's between 200 and 320. (laughs) Let's go bang in the middle, 250. (laughs) Oh my god, Sadie got... (laughs) Oh my my god. (laughs) Beginner's luck. Can I just say... You know, you either got it or you haven't, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Narrow it down at all. 
it was 20% more expensive than the American parks when it opened. Audacity. Right. And that's why it failed. <laughs> <laughs> so bring it back. What are the reasons? Uh, <laughs> that was 56 euros and uh, 98 cents or 39 euros without inflation. Also uh, known as a BA privilege. <laughs> there you go. And even those are more expensive most days. Uh, okay. <laughs> Uh, question number two. What was the name of the first daily daytime parade to take place in Disneyland Paris? Oh, I know this. Jeff. Jeff. It was the Disney Classics Parade. I think it was the question before one of them. Yes, it was. Um, number Question number three. What was the tagline for Disneyland Paris's fifth anniversary? <gasps> oh. Pen. Yes. Can I say it in French? Yes. I think it was, I think it was called L'année de toutes les fêtes. It was. And in English, anyone? I guess no. Like the year, the year to be here. Oh my God, Ben yeah. got two points on that one. Uh, <laughs> you know I, knew, I, I knew it wasn't a direct translation, but I, I know have no, I know is because I have from somewhere, I don't know, like some partnership. Um, I have a CD. It's pink. I mean, I probably, I don't know where it is, but I have a pink CD <laughs> from the fifth anniversary and it has the anniversary songs and some parade music or something. And on it, it says, the year to be here and it took it yeah oh that's how you remember those things and also um i came that year uh it was 97 i guess um my first visit was 95 and then i came in 97 and 98 i think yeah the, these cool. were these were the days where i was visiting once a, once every couple of years instead oh, of and, once and every year, couple of months <laughs> the year to be there and you were there oh, that's oh yeah yeah i mean for me, for me, it was the Space Mountain um, campaign that totally worked. It's magic on me. Like I just needed to visit. Like it was just like there was no other option. Um, yeah, it was two anyway. years before though, right? Yeah, ninety-five. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. See, that's why you can't make make a make a question about when it's Space Mountain open because Jeff like it was two weeks before that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said two years. It was two years before that. Yeah, uh, it was a great year. He knows. He knows. Uh, okay, question number four. Complete the song lyrics. Ten years we whistled while we worked and had a laugh or two. We walked with you upon a dream and watched your dream come true. Because when we wished upon a star, then you appeared, my friends. Jeff? Yes. We're in a small world after all. Or is that later? I can't remember. Oh, the party never ends uh, I'll give you that now in a small world after all the party never ends well done Jeff oh wow DLP 10 I love that song it's so good they uh, used to play it in the Disneyland hotel just randomly it was great even like up to about you know like when they were doing Descent of the Stairs and stuff yeah they used to play like like Space Mountain in like Main Street Lounge um, okay question number five what was the name of the celebration that took place in Disneyland Paris in 2004 to celebrate the 10-year anniversary of the film of the same name? Oh. 2004. Oh, I know what the film is, but I've got no idea what the festival is called. This is a serious memory quiz. Memory Lane or in like 20, 2004 anniversary year. I'm, I could just guess it. So like the celebration what was of the Lion King? No, not the celebration of the Lion King. I have no idea. I just what was the film? The film. <laughs> if you weren't listening, you can't have it. What was the film? 
<laughs> no, did I miss something? You missed the name of the film. <laughs> I was talking. I was thinking about the Disneyland Hotel. <laughs> you were thinking about those toilets. <laughs> I'm still traumatized from seeing the roof like wide open. Uh... <laughs> Any guesses? No. No. The Lion King Carnival. But what film? Okay. What film was it? Like The Lion King Two. No, the Lion King. No, the 10 years of the Lion King. Oh, 10 years. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. I need to pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> Although, question number six. What was the name of the castle lighting ceremony which took place nightly as part of the 15th anniversary festivities? And I'll take it in either English or in French. Oh, oh Ben. Was it like Candelabration or something? Why is that word so hard to actually like just even pronounce? <laughs> it's so, is that correct? It is yeah. correct. Oh wow! I'm on French. Fire. It was like bougie and I'm not even drinking or something like that, right? <laughs> oh yeah, bougie illumination. Like why? It's un. It's as unpleasant to say in English as it is in French. It was a really sweet show, though. I yeah, liked it. I watched it last night. It was cute. Is that the year? Is that when they had like the they used the you know the 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 poles on Main Street with like yeah. those things on them. This All is, the turrets. This is obviously like an audio and... show, but you guys know what I mean. Like <laughs> there are poles with like flags and like yeah. and every all the turrets on the castle were candles and they all lit up. Yeah, yeah it's lovely. Yeah. And then they wonder why the castle is such a mess. <laughs> it's being true some things. Uh, well, I mean, yeah. they blow it up like every night now. For <laughs> <So. laughs> okay. enjoyment. But now we don't have to watch it anymore. Anyways, we'll talk about that. Uh, I get ready for the qu- quiz to become substantially easier because I run out of time. What uh, year did Disneyland Paris open? No, <laughs> what year did the nighttime spectacular Disney Dreams first premiere? Oh, <laughs> Patrick. Ben. I was going for some easy... 2012. Work. Yes. Can you tell me the date? And I don't want the press of it. <laughs> well... Mm. Did it, not debut, did it not debut on the press event night? I don't no, know. No, it was, it was closed that night. It was the night after. Oh, here we go. Oh. It was the 1st of April. All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, question number eight. The 25th anniversary brought two new daytime shows to Disneyland Park. Can you name them? Ben. Yes. It was, it was happy anniversary, Disneyland Paris. I'll need more, please. <laughs> uh... Was it more? Yeah, because at the start you're missing two words. Um, According to the Disneyland Paris website as well, I checked. Is it like something presents or whatever? Yeah. Who would present that? Who would present that? I don't know, Emmanuel and Omar. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Mickey. Oh, Mickey presents. So unnecessary. Like, I feel like people at Disneyland Paris are like, is there 14 words in your title? Because otherwise you're just going back to the drawing board. <laughs> he, he was only in it like right at the end, right? Because there was that whole like Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. It was Goofy. Wasn't it Goofy presenting the morning Mickey? Oh. <laughs> oh, is that the show that was going like Mickey, 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 Mickey? Mickey, oh, Mickey, Mickey, oh, Mickey, Mickey, Mickey. Yeah. Oh my God. Let me, let me tell you, I would rather have Castle Stage empty like for the 30th than have that kind of show. Oof. Oof. Boom. Oh, statement. <laughs> and what was the second show? Oh, uh, the that's the princess, the princess waltz. Oh, yeah, but you need you need to be given the adjective. Mickey song. presents the princess waltz. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, wait the the starlets princess waltz. It was starlets 
But then there, then there was a Christmas version, and that one. The Christmas like... version was first. So like, the worst, the Christmas. No. It was the Princess Waltz, and then like for the thirtieth or like, that twenty fifth, they're like, oh, it's, it's Starlet now, and <laughs> sometime <laughs> during the day. Um, okay. <laughs> Always uh, during the day. <laughs> uh, Starlet Princess Waltz brought to the brought the fairy star. Let me start again. The Starlet Princess Waltz brought the fairy tale stories of the Disney princesses to life daily on Castle Stage. Can you name the show's two hosts? I've got oh, yeah. one of them. Um, uh... I thought this was going to be a really easy one, and everyone's like, "Yeah, I'm blanking." Oh, Sadie, you know this. I'm literally drawing a blank. You know, can the I give, idiot who can I give one? No, you have to give two. I have half a point for one. Oh, I oh Ben, there was Rosie, yeah, and Louis. I have the other one. That's annoying. Louis, Louis, <laughs> Louis. yeah, Rosie and Louis. And Louis was like the idiot who was like, "I've read the books, but I don't know any of them." Oh, and I tell him the last one, he'd be like, "I knew it," and then he didn't because they're like, "You're yeah, not paying for one job." Well, um, like the stupid fans. Yeah. Um, Everyone, and- all the kids are like, "No." Yeah. No. This is why, you know, like, at least, I feel like for the 30th, like, we don't have a dumb show, so it's like a win. <laughs> what is it? It was like, this this princess took a magic carpet ride. Oh, yeah, that's Rapunzel. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. We, no. we only saw an hour and a half. We don't know what she did doing all our life. All right. <laughs> number, number 10. Which two-time Grammy Award-winning artist composed the Disneyland Paris 30 song, Ready for the Ride? Um... I feel like we have discovered him recently. I can't remember his name. I don't know. It's some guy from Chicago. <laughs> yes, it is some guy from Chicago. Dude from Chicago. What's yes. his name? His name is Chris Cernel. Ah. Is he famous? Well, he was two Grammys, so I'm sure somebody knows him. <laughs> right, but you know, this is like the producer's Grammys, like, so they're not on TV. Feel, I feel like if I had a Grammy, I'd be like, hi, my name, I, I have two Grammys and my name is Patrick. Um, <laughs> You <laughs> changed your last name to Grammy, Patrick Grammy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Anyway, yeah, there you go. There you go. That was the... Oh, le- question number 11. Uh, uh, as part of the Disneyland Paris 30 celebrations, Avengers Campus will open its doors, but what day? <laughs> uh, well, thank you for the quiz, Patrick. Does <laughs> <laughs> nobody want the bonus point? <laughs> nope. Uh, pass on that one. Pass on that one, but um, you will get the answer uh, soon. In less than a month. All right. Ah! <laughs> will I get in trouble for this? Probably not. I didn't set a date. Other people have said that day before. Anyways, thank you, Patrick, for the quiz. Um, hello, who has won? Uh, ben won with a massive uh, six points. All right. Well done. And I did not cheat. You can uh, have a Mickey bar on the weekend that you're not coming to. That's already happened. Also, are you, are you going to bring me back a Mickey bar from the park? <laughs> no, these, these like European Mickey bars. These melt, like... like the American ones do not. Oh, really? Yeah. So the Mickey bars are made in Italy and they're actually not made by Nestle like in the US. Yeah, those, those ones. Uh, Did you left, not... it in, left it in the hotel oh, like for a few hours, came back. It was still solid. I was like, okay. <laughs> right. But also like um, the hotels... Uh, in the US, to have the air conditioning set to 10 degrees. No, but I mean, like, it's like solid. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, but yeah, Patrick, they're made in Italy, those ice creams. They're not the same as US. Yeah, they are. But no, 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 I know. I've, I've had oh. US ones and I've had, I've had Disney Paris ones. And do you know what? I really don't mind because it's a Mickey-shaped product. Also, I just want to go back to like merch. The merch got real good and the food got real okay. So, you know, Disney Paris, Twilight Zone. I feel like overnight I have nothing to complain about. Even Illumination is kind of okay now. And actually, we're going to talk about 30th anniversary in our uh, second segment after we take a break. Welcome back to the GLP Report podcast, and uh, we're now moving on to our three next features. Uh, the first thing we want to talk about is Christmas. Um, so Christmas has been quite overall um, this year. Uh, I mean, well, everything got canceled and a new parade got added. It was just kind of how I feel happened there. Uh, but what a, what a parade. Um, I, I loved it. What do you guys think? Oh, I thought it was beautiful. Patrick, are you not a fan? I can see you're making a face. I I mean, the nature of my face is that. Usually I'm always making one. Um, But yes, um, no, it was fine. Um, I I thought I would love it. I've notes in that. I think there's ways they can make it real better. I mean, like when they got off those stages, uh, off the um, floats, sorry, when the characters are off the floats or whatever, uh, I can't see what the hell they're doing. So put some lights on them, babe. And then after that, you know, it was it was good. I liked the solid base. It looked real nice. But I feel like there's some times where it's kind of hard to see what's going on. And uh, some lights would help. So, you know, there is light, lots of lights, lots of lights. But, you know, it was it was fun. I, I didn't think it would, like, I'm a, I'm a parade guy and I'm a, like, shows guy. And I think I went, like, twice during Christmas time. And, you know, it's, I, it was fun. I didn't love it, but I... Yeah, I really liked it, and it was it was a great effort by the team. So well done, but I just you know I have some notes. Wow! So negative review from Patrick. No, 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 no. I, I, it was fine. It was nice. I, it's the I most just, negative you know, I've heard you about almost anything. I know, except Disney eliminations. And no, but I'm trying to be positive because there was investment, and it looked with like they did a real good job, and 
you know. I was going to say, do you know how much that costs? <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's, you know, and, you know, I, I think that, like, you know, if Tokyo had done that, like, everyone would have lost their minds. So, you know, it was, it was you know, it was really good. I, I'm just, you know, really grab me as much as... So, so to, to um, you know, to back up, there are five units and they each have a Christmas tree, a choice. When I was first told that, I was like, mm, I mean, does it work? It kind of works. Does, I, mm, okay. Um, the floats are beautiful. They're very ornate. And, you know, I mean, we're talking about 30th anniversary next. And this is like the opposite. Like, basically, they've done the opposite. 30th anniversary is like very bare, very modern. And this is like very, I feel like very traditional, like Disney parade. Like everything is gold. Everything is like glowy. And, you know, the floats are really amazing. They don't always work, but they're amazing. Um, one thing, so the costumes light up and stuff at night, and they chose to have the same costume for the entire cast of dancers. And I don't know, it was the one that was the one thing that ticked me off because they're not even different colors. Like, I feel like maybe they could have, like, you know, they could have the same design, but maybe they can have like a blue one, a pink one, like, you know, each float can have like its color of dancers, like trying to vary a little bit. I understand that they're trying to have this like ensemble, you know, but you don't see the whole parade most times coming down. Like we're not, you know, there's not like an aerial view. Um, so I felt like the costumes, they were nice, but like having it, especially during the day, having them all the same, um, outfits of you just kind of like stop looking at them almost. That was my only thing. Although, although the I'm not a Winnie the Pooh and Friends like Uber fan, but oh my god, their costumes were like amazing. They were so yeah. Good. So character costumes were amazing. I'm talking about dancer costumes. Uh, character uh, costumes, obviously. Yeah. Just when you were talking about costumes, I I just forgot how much I really enjoyed. Like I'm not I'm not a Winnie the Pooh fan at all, and I was like obsessed. He's so cool, and I I love it. Yeah. Yeah, and and um, I really like the music. I know it's you know, change uh, for fans. It's tough because you know, <laughs> anything that changes. And uh, Christmas this year was a great song, but I mean, do you remember when that thing was looping? It was it was three minutes, and it was looping maybe seven times uh, across the whole parade. And even like anyone, and then, and there was a gap in the middle, like all the dancers would just stop with their hands in the air, and it was like, Christmas is here, Ding! and then it was like silence, and then the song would go again, and so I'm glad we have now a real, a real parade music, there's character voices, there's, you know, a theme music for each other flow, there's just everything that you'd expect from a bottom parade, it has a lot of things, the tree lighting is incorporated into it, they've had so much trouble with that tree lighting um, and the music stopping and the floats getting stuck and rolling out silently. I mean, it's, it's been like a lot of, there's been a lot of teething on that parade, but I think they've, they've figured it out, right? Like towards the end of the season, it was running smoothly. Mm. Um, it, was, it was also the first parade that they'd really done for what, two and a half years, well, not two and a half years, but one and a half. I don't know. When did pandemic start? March. Well, yeah. if you're if you're talking about parades that don't have floats from previous parades, then I think it's been twenty years. <laughs> but I mean, like in in this complexity, I mean that's it's an kind entirely of the first new thing parade. It's back. kind of like groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah, it's 
pretty bold to, for that to be the first thing you do when you're bringing something back after a year and a half. Well, that parade was supposed to start 2020, 2020. Yeah. So obviously that didn't happen, but the floats were well advanced. And um, the reason why, I mean, the the previous parade was was broken internally and the floats were just not recoverable. So it was either you rebuild the same parade or you just make a new parade. And thankfully they made the right choice um, and they made this new parade. And so all the float bases are new. Everything is new in that parade. Um, and I think, yeah, I mean, the, the technical issues that they had from what I remember, it was that you have like several control rooms that, that deal with parades. You have parade control behind Small World you have the hub show control in the garden shed, and then you have the town square control for the tree lighting. And, you know, the floats all communicate with complicated radio, Wi-Fi, and the audio has to switch from one control room to another and the float control and the GPS and all sorts of things that made it really complicated. And yeah, it broke, it broke a lot. It was, it was a bit heartbreaking to see, but I think, I think they figured it out, but they should really just have like one parade control controlling over everything. I don't know. Really uh, but for me, I, I found I would have preferred the tree lighting part of it to have just been separate because the time you've got the float that comes around, then they get off, then they go back on, then they go again. It makes it a really long experience, which is okay if you're like quite happy because of like like us, we would always stand there like 30 minutes before, get our spot, get comfortable. And then you watch it, you know, do its thing. And then it's going again. And then it's like another whole kind of stop. It makes it one really long experience. Whereas I actually quite liked the sort of toward the end of the part, my park experience kind of at Christmas time being in the dark and, you know, the light up tree sort of like being like that sort of like finishing touch end experience. So it makes it quite long. So that was the only thing that I sort of found with that. Like it was kind of a lot of going back and watching it multiple times to make sure you kind yeah. of to see everything in the middle and then getting another spot again later on to watch down by the tree. Yeah, and you, you almost you almost need to watch it four times because you need yeah. to watch it in the hub by day and by night and in town yeah. square by day and by night. Um, I feel bad for like all the people who lined up early, like in the middle of Main Street and are like, what? But, uh, you know, <laughs> if you don't know, if you don't know and you're in the middle of Main Street, it's like people who line up for like the anniversary, the 30th anniversary show. If you've lined up at the beginning of Main Street, well, it's going to be a short experience for you yeah um and it's not always explained which i suppose, <laughs> which I suppose is kind of good for Disneyland paris because it's a few views they're like oh i have to come like you know i have to come and see this over many like times. yeah so, you know which I, I feel like it's fun to like have a new experience on like several different times it's fun but you know i don't know yeah like i feel really bad i'm not like i'm not hating on it well done to everyone that worked on it it was really good you know it was just you know fun yeah um the you know and what i was hinting at the beginning is like basically the parade was christmas this year there was a few meet and greets but basically uh yeah. the parade was really kind of it and um you know i mean back in december and november it was still sort of like peak pandemic omicron and kudos to them for launching in the middle of omicron they were like let's I just do it even even just like from like when covid has been at disney paris and like it has been disney paris has been open and covid has been a thing i feel like they've done a really really good job at trying to like always like 
like have something for you to do or if it was with selfie spots or if it was with like the, like the floats sending out a float every now and again like that I felt, I felt like you know kudos where kudos is due like Disney Paris did a good job at like weathering the storm and trying to like get things for people to you know be out and just have a nice like have a nice little thing and like that was the, like you know COVID is sort of thing but like when you go to COVID it's like it's when you go to Disney Paris it's kind of like oh you kind of like in your little Disney bubble and you're like oh so like it was nice for them to like have done like little things and the fact that they even launched it this year was like you know great because at least it kind of got people to be like oh Christmas can be a thing this year no yeah. I think it's great like we've spent I mean so we only been to Disney Paris twice during the pandemic um because I was obviously pregnant and then had Kylo for you know a lot of it as well so you know definitely wasn't gonna come over at that time but what the the couple of times that we have come you know during the pandemic there like you still have that sense of like Disney magic and that Disney feeling there that like you say you do you do still get wrapped up in in your little bubble which during a time like this was absolutely what so many people needed so it was great that they still got on and did other things and try to make things work around the kind of situation that you know that we were all in yeah I mean it you know it's it's understandable that they haven't done I mean okay the first thing I want to say is that Disneyland Paris always thrive in adversity like it's <laughs> it's such a thing at this resort it's like oh we're on the brink of bankruptcy and now <laughs> now we just got bought out and we have a two billion expansion okay uh, but you know, in like normal times where like nothing really happens, um, they're just kind of like, meh. Um, <laughs> but good for them. Uh, and but I hope uh, Christmas this year. Uh, I mean, you know, crossing fingers, nothing else happens. Uh, Christmas this year, hopefully, will be a little more fleshed out. Like, uh, for example, um, Big Band, uh, Mickey's Christmas Big Band is always kind of a big uh a big uh favorites and uh they couldn't they couldn't run it this year even though i think we had shows back no we didn't have shows back maybe we had shows back yeah we had no, dream in, factory. no indoors though oh well, dream, uh, dream yeah. factory was running yeah but i mean you know it, it was what it was so hopefully these things will come back next year and also maybe like a little bit more for christmas like uh uh a deli show at video police and that kind of stuff because you know, the season this year was just the parade and a couple of meet and greets. Um, but it was a great parade. And um, hopefully also they'll keep adding floats because five is great, but six is better, I would say. <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe they'll have a new one. I don't know. I feel like, yeah, it's kind of, yeah. Like, you know, the, Christmas has always been uh, one of the seasons that they've kind of done really good at fleshing out in general, even in the past when there was not really a whole lot going on for the rest of the year. Christmas is always like the one part of the year where like, I have like one day or two days and I need to like plan it all really carefully because if not, I'm not going to be able to do everything I want to do. Whereas like in Halloween or whatever, you can be like, yeah, you can just like screw around for a while and be like, yeah, I've kind of managed to hop into it all. So like, yeah, I, I don't know. And again, I, th I think what's really, really good to like talk about something we're going to talk about later is that I think that for once, I feel like ever since the Lion King, the festival of the Lion King and Jungle, uh, they, they, you know, okay. Uh, but ever since that, they, they kind of, they've kind of taken the whole, what does a season mean? And how can I make the experience go from shows and merch to food? Like, you know, and that's something that Disneyland Paris that we haven't really 
seen a whole lot of and i know christmas is one of those times where they used to have those little cute little like you know cakes with like you know santas on them and and then they had like you know all the shows and stuff and now with disney paris 30 they've kind of taken this to like another level so it's you know it's good i i'm i'm excited to see what seasons are going to look like now because i feel like with Disneyland Paris 30 and uh, going forward a little bit, they kind of they've kind of started to up their game. So they need to make sure that they don't go back to, you know, to strawberries all the crappy the years <laughs> and bring back the Santa's sleigh. I knew you were going to mention this. <laughs> I knew you were going to mention this and the holy tree <laughs> and the holy tree. Oh God, yeah. If you don't know, there was one year that the advent calendar had cake in it every couple days and they all had ridiculous names and Santa Slay. Was that, was that what it was? Santa Slay? It was Slay spelled S-L-A-Y. Oh, <laughs> right. Exactly. It was Slay like you better slay. Uh, for, anyone, for, anyone, for anyone that remembers it was Cakeness. We had Cakeness one year. Yeah. Yeah. Cake. And then the next year everyone was like what cake is it today? And it was like here's a pen that you can buy in Disney Emporium. Oh yeah, it was like you can get 5% off this pen today. Yeah, yeah. you're like no. <laughs> And then they had nothing. Yeah, and then it just went this year, this, day, past, this past day. season, it was just there, and yeah. we we're like, "Oh, they've installed the advent calendar," and then, and then it was just there. I don't even know if they changed the day on it. It was just saying one. Even open it. They just let they just put it there and didn't do it Yeah, but people, so many people are taking photos with it. Like, "Oh, how cool!" Like, why? Anyway, um, so Patrick, you've talked about GLP thirty food. Let's talk about GLP thirty. I'm so excited to talk about GLP-30. I have so Oh, many- boy. <laughs> Where do we start? Should we start with the drones? I feel like, I feel like we just won uh, the worldwide Disney Parks competition with these drones. Um, so uh, the drones are part of Disney Delight, which used to be a little bit before that no one cared about, and then a little bit after that everyone cared about. And now they've put them together into one segment where... No one cares about the first half and everyone cares about the second half. Does that summarize it? Is that too mean? I haven't, I haven't, seen, this, I haven't seen the new version, so no spoilers. I well, mean, the new version is just the old, the old version put together. With the Disney arch that they didn't do before. Right. So here's the thing. So first of all, I feel like something is missing from this show and it's those light cages that they tried to install and promptly removed. Somehow, somehow these failed to materialize um i don't know yeah i don't know uh but i'm pretty sure uh the idea was also to have some sort of like video effects and things on the turrets going with the projection of disney delight so maybe disney delight does feel a bit flat because it was supposed to have those glowing turrets into it that was supposed to be really cool um i guess it just didn't work out uh I like Disney Delight in the sense that it is very pretty. Patrick, do you like the projection? Oh yeah, I love it. I, I like. Do you remember? Do you remember like what's in them? I feel like the, it's a bunch of pretty images. Yeah, it's swirl. It's like the swirlies on the castle, and it's like keeps on going up, and it's like explodes, and then it's like boom, and then you get the wow. And well, like you said in a tweet recently, and I totally agree. Um, I think Disney Paris is reputation is like we know how to do a nighttime show. And I feel like Disneyland Paris, if it was with Dreams and um, whatever came after Dreams, I can't remember. And then with Disney Delight, you know, I feel like, I feel like genuinely, I feel like Disneyland Paris does like night. I, 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 like if I was sitting in like 
um, Orlando or Anaheim or Tokyo or any of one of the where I had like more, my home park was a different Disney park and I saw that I'd be like Paris did what like you know what I mean it's like pretty good it's pretty good yeah and I mean and that's the so that's the part that I really love I think the Disney Delight projections are fine and they're really pretty but like it doesn't really tell a story you know me and story <laughs> It doesn't really tell the story. It just like you said, it's like Castle Swirlies, which is fine. It's cool. But I, when I remember seeing it for the first time and I was like, oh, okay. Uh, but then the drones come out and this is where like, and I don't think even they realized like how much people were going to love the drones. It is the first time they use drones around a Disney castle. And it's the first time that they do any of that stuff. None of them has fallen on guests yet. And <laughs> Or gone like a wire. <laughs> I'm just waiting for them to become sentient and be like, crush, kill, destroy. I'm like, destroy. <laughs> I want one to go like Wally and just be like, Wee! <laughs> but it does feel like, at least from sort of what you see and, and how they're using them right now, although it's great how they're using them, it feels like it's a test. It's like, okay, does this thing work in a park setting? If the answer is yes, which it looks like it's going to be what can we do exactly i agree yeah Hopefully, i agree and uh, yeah. the effects that they're doing are pretty simple compared to even what we've seen uh you know like london had a whole drone staying for new year's eve um and all across china they have those insane drone shows that have like an entire painting in the sky or whatever i mean yeah we write 30 in the sky and people are like, whoa. But I mean, I guess it is Disney and, you know, combined with the castle, combined with the lights, combined with everything, the music. A, it, 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 is, it is a combination. I feel like it's not a drone show. It's a show that has drones in it. But I mean, the drones are definitely like the number one thing that people want to see. It's also, yeah, it's also one of the first, well, like me as like a non, like London or whatever person. Is like it's also we don't we don't have them flying around like every day either. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> I, from when, from Mister Oh, there's doing paintings in the sky over in the corner. No, I mean I haven't like, seen them. I've seen them on YouTube. Like if well, you Google like, like you know Shanghai drone show or something, you'll see like some crazy shit. No, but like it's 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 for like for me, it's the first time I've ever seen like a drone, it, like in the like in the sky lighting up and like doing something with something else. I've seen videos of it. It's the first time I've ever seen one in person, and that's why I love the reaction every time. Like when it's like when it's just the whole boom and it's on and everything's because like you obviously don't see them if you're not looking for them you don't see them getting into place and whatever so everyone's like oh my god because it is like one of these like it's probably well for me and for lots of other people it's the first time they've ever seen like a drone or like a, a show with drones so like it's 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 really innovative yeah and and like you know it it does put us back on the map of doing innovative innovative things for uh, nighttime shows because with Disney Dreams the entire world of you know disney parks fans was like holy crap you put fire projections lasers fountains on your castle this is amazing fireworks you know and then and then they got lazy and it and did like a copy paste of a lesser show um so i feel like now they're sort of finally like waking up and all the eyes are like on tlp again be like sorry tlp did what like what what this is crazy like especially now because you know all the parks are still recovering and all this and that and so i feel like this was the right moment because no one was expecting something that cool um and i liked also that they've changed it and they put the two segments together because they realized that people really loved the second park 
a second part um which has just more like you know dance music and uh, the show is really focused on the drones uh and i think a lot of people also were leaving at the end of illumination you have this big fireworks finale and people were leaving and they didn't realize that the drones were going on in the sky or something i mean really but maybe um so yeah, well done. And also great for fans because now we can go and see D-Lights and leave before Disney animations. <laughs> Enjoy the sandwich does before that, the queues. Does all that happen before Disney animations are? Yeah. Oh no. I was excited. I was excited to like stay after and just like jam in Central Plaza. No, everything happens before Disney animation. And at the end of Disney animations, uh, there is nothing but your regrets that you watched that show so is it, be, is it going to be like basics you know when like hollywood stars do like these hollywood premieres and you see them all walking out of the red carpet and they get in and as soon as the lights go dark they just get up and walk out so yeah. is that basically is that basically what is yeah do? there's a cue to there's a cue to exit uh before it's animation start now uh, <laughs> <laughs> the arcades are really busy <laughs> You're going to be like that guy who's like tiptoeing around Central Plaza, like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is your invitation to leave. I mean, arguably, I would probably stay for the first, uh, for the opening scene because it's nice. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie, I still cry. Oh. I do. I remember when. Because it's so cried. bad. I was waiting for the punchline. <laughs> no, I remember when me and when me and Jack we we did a I don't know how long ago years ago when we did a trip and we were stood and watching it and I was like looking at him and I was looking at the castle and I was like oh and I got so and I couldn't stop crying and then we went and saw the Star Wars one obviously uh, when it was season of the Force and then that's oh, yeah. and that's when Jack cried he was yeah. like, oh, Star Wars. the Star Wars one was really good. Oh, yeah. I was like, wow. On Terror Terror, yeah. Goofy's Incredible Christmas. That was the best one they've done. Mm. That was good. <laughs> well, the first year of Goofy's Incredible Christmas was actually incredible. Yes, but to me, Tower, uh, Tower of Terror and Production Courtyard doesn't scream Christmas at all in any way, shape, or form. I understand that it's projections on it and stuff, but like being like freezing my ass off in Production Courtyard is not how I want to end my night. Do you think you know? we'll ever get to a stage now that's this campus and we're frozen coming down the line? Do you think you would ever get to a stage where, because like even in Disney California Adventure is like a like a far superior park and it still closes a fair amount earlier than um, Disneyland Park. So will we ever get to a stage where they'll be like, oh, it's open till 11 because there's like a show in Walt Disney Studios Park because they'll have to if they want to do like a late show, right? Well, they do a DCA for World of Color. No, but it gets a lot, it gets darker a lot earlier in Los Angeles, right? So like uh, you, have, you don't have like yeah, pa- well, it depends on the season, I guess. Paris, Paris is kind of unlucky in the the summer; it gets dark real late, like mm. really late. But that's why I was thinking, right? And I know, and again, I'm derailing the podcast. Why wouldn't they open the parks later instead of having like eight o'clock start for studios? Why not have them start at like ten or eleven and then have them go through like a later time? Well, guest members have to be paid extra after 11 p.m. Well, yeah, also, but... a lot of people start at studios. That's just what they do. Yeah, I don't know. All right, you could because you could have you could have like them leave. I don't know. All right, oh, okay. I, I don't disagree. <laughs> I, I think it's a fine idea, but 
there's definitely a costing and also i think like we're adults but people who have kids like after 10 p.m like they don't want to be in the parks anymore uh are you serious have you seen the amount of kids that they like bring into like see world of color <laughs> illuminations and the amount of kids that are like in the hotel tables are like 11 o'clock at night me and me and ash no me and my friend shane went to uh, newport bay one night and it was like 10 o'clock and there were kids like falling asleep on the table because they're and the parents are like having a buffet so <laughs> disney we're in yeah. disney energy. i just glimpsed into my future and it was bright <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah going, going back sleeping. to a yeah. going yeah, back we... to a disneyland paris hotel at like 11 o'clock at night is a weird experience because there's just all sorts it's, of things it's hopping on. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah, and that's when there's no strikes. Um, so another, I love to say things and there's like big silence. Everyone's like, uh, can we talk about this? Can we talk about the strikes? Yeah, we can talk about the strikes. Do you mean the strike that's going to happen tomorrow for the RTP? There's a strike tomorrow? Yeah, there's a strike tomorrow, but it's fine. Is that because it's an AP party? So they were like, haha. Yeah, and then yeah. I then I and then I saw on all these Facebook Facebook groups, all these people saying, I'm not selling my ticket, I'm just not letting anyone go. And because uh, everyone's like, I'm know. like, great. <laughs> I'm like, great. So there's less than six thousand people who are oh, I think they're selling more. Oh no, they're not. No, they're not. That was Sorry. the tour. Sorry. Group. Yeah. No. Another show uh, that is uh, debuting for GLP30 is Dream and Shine Brighter. Worst name. I can never remember it. What kind of name is that? Dream and Shine Brighter. It's a terrible name. I don't mind it. I think it's fine. What would you oh, What does it mean? Like, it I mean, I got, mean I got used to it, but like the well, first... Well, okay. Well, the first, when they announced it, I was like, is it like Shine and Dream, uh, top, top of Dreams... Like shiny dreams, dream shiner. Like, am I? Why is this so complicated? What would you call it? Mickey uh, presents ready, Happy Anniversary. <laughs> ready for the ride. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, but, I mean, isn't that obvious? Uh, isn't that a bit of a? Isn't that a bit of a, like a tease to people that are ready for a ride in Disneyland Park and they are not getting them? I mean, the whole songs. The whole song is called "Ready for the Ride." Yeah, which is kind of a bit of a, a tease to people. Well, they're not saying "Ready for a ride." <laughs> <laughs> also they don't call them rides they call them attractions i know but most people will be like yeah rides yeah um so driven champ rider so uh you have to see if you haven't seen the floats you have to see them in person i like them patrick do you like the floats <laughs> oh wow was they making a face again um no yeah they're fun um i think <laughs> no it's like you said earlier i think you know they're modern and you know, I think it's nice that they're trying something new. It would be nice if they tried something new that didn't look like it was real cheap. But, you know, it was, it was cool. Yeah, fun. It was I think, well, yeah, I mean, they're simple, but also they have those really bright color on a sunny day. Uh, they're very Disney World. They're very, like, movie, shake it, dance party, you know. That's exactly what they are. That's exactly what it is. Yes. Yeah. And I don't mind it. Without the sun shining on them though they can appear quite dark there's a lot of gray in there yeah but i mean so one of them going back to you know we, we were talking about the tree lighting one of them is the tree lighting floats <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's not coming back um i don't know i like i like them i when i saw the concept art i was like oh that looks like really blocky weird color but actually they're quite see-through and you can just like patrick what are you doing 
and the another float that Goofy or Pluto stands on looks like that. Looks like looks like that. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick is making a a a fist sign. Um, it looks like a fist. That's a great explanation. <laughs> one that's like a really slanty one and looks like uh, a, 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 you know unmentionable. Um, just, just say it. Are we like the penis on the podcast? Yeah, sure. We talk about worse things like eliminations. So, uh, <laughs> um, welcome to the towards the end of the podcast where the show... gives up. <laughs> Uh, we could at the end, so Sadie, how it goes at the end of the podcast, we could really talk about how we don't like eliminations for like a long time. Um, because maybe, nobody makes it this far. Yeah, right, no, that's but, not true. People fast forward, <laughs> we're not live. That's um, why everyone's just gonna keep skipping through to get an update on the toilet gate situations, though. I know, oh, yeah. right? <laughs> They're not reopened, by the way. I asked, <sighs> oh no, wait, oh, oh, they'll go check later. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> please please do interrupt the podcast with any more updates you won't <laughs> now. Um, live update that you'll have already learned about because this is four days later yeah. <laughs> Hello, future Pl- plenty um plenty of new characters there's miguel is making his debut for absolutely no reason but it's cool to see him and um Joy. Otherwise, uh, well, some other characters are making the debut as more of like a regular characters, yeah. like uh, Joy. Um, Sadness was supposed to be there, but sadly, it doesn't make any sense. Sadly, <laughs> it didn't make it. Um, would she be able? Would Sadness be able to move around that much? But why would you have Sadness uh, on an anniversary float? That's weird, right? Yeah, the whole movie. If she had just literally have just listened to anyone that was talking to her at the start of the movie we would have had a very like peaceful 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, Wait, I mean, I'm sorry, Patrick, are you redoing Inside Outs? <laughs> if she doesn't listen to one person who talked about it, we would not have gone on the whole madness of an adventure. It would, it have, would, been a, it would have been a Pixar short. <laughs> and, 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 and Bing Bong would still be alive. She killed Bing Bong, hashtag justice for Bing Bong. Sadness is like the, the horticultural team after they see the fire. Oh. oh god are we talking about this there was a fire in the bushes on central plateau <laughs> what else what you get when you get sparklers patrick is dead <laughs> you're not seeing the video patrick yes i have but it's oh, good. Like, it was like there was a fire in the bushes <laughs> <laughs> and like some guest just like gets up and is like well i'm gonna put it out because no one else yep. is doing anything just like jumps on it <laughs> yeah. yeah only in paris um, <laughs> well, no, because in in was it what Disney World? I mean, the Maleficent float caught fire. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Yeah. Oh imagine god, that was definitely that was definitely number one. <laughs> imagine being a guest with like a small child, and then this dragon is on fire, and you're like, oh my god. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, how did people react to that? I'd be like, I'd be like running to like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, or like just a I saw, I saw a photo of it the other day as well. <laughs> Yeah, it was not a small fire. It was like a proper, like burning, and the music was still going. It was like, yeah, I was like, it was, it was hellish. It was pretty. But the show, well, our show didn't burn down. Um, I like the music. The music, the music is really awesome. 
um i think it's, it's very really cool. magical surprise it is i feel like it, it is very is. Magical it is it has a bit of a sample i wonder if the same guy made magical surprise oh my god wouldn't be wouldn't it's... be a surprise <laughs> wouldn't be wouldn't be <laughs> magical, magical surprised <laughs> I love Magical Surprise. Oh, I, I, I've been listening. I've not said Ready for the Bride has been on. I've been listening to Magical Surprise. It's even better when it's in Chinese. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's something about not being able to understand what the world's saying. This is definitely going to be our, our musical break before Avengers Campus. Before we talk about Avengers Campus. Oh my God, you should put a Magical Surprise. That would yes. <laughs> Done. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah the music is amazing i can anyone tell me the story of this show i think the story is like being happy and dreaming and i'm like uh okay shining bright maybe yeah there's no story so that's the that is the one thing story more of a journey (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean it's a party that's why that's another comparison to like you know movie ticket like it's it's a it's like a celebration a party but if you if you compare it to um you know the jungle book jive where they're like basically travel across the world in like 20 minutes even though they're just dancing on stage and they managed to tell this whole story this show i feel like doesn't really have any type of story they just uh come out and they dance around but it doesn't really matter i guess everyone is having fun yeah, I, 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 the first time I saw it, I was like, what's the story? I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. And then I like, maybe the third or fourth, fourth time, I was like, you know what? It's real fun. And we've had, like, I literally was thinking, I was like, you know, I've we've had a difficult past few years. There's some Disney friends. There's some new Disney friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's having a good time. I love the way that, like, Jerome This Parrot, Mad Hatter for no damn reason. Well, well it's classic because you know if there's no Peter Pan or Alice, everyone's like, who's Peter Pan? And Genie. Uh, yeah, Genie's very much a top triangle. He's like an upside down triangle, right? He's very, <laughs> very like that. Anyway, okay. Uh, anyway, during 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 the show, my favorite bit is where the the floats spin around Central Plaza. Oh yeah. It, it feels like Central Plaza is alive, and you're like, oh, I can just walk to any of these stages and have a fun time. Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's real fun. I, I it's fun, but like you kind of have to just disconnect your brain a little bit and be like, man, there's no story here. What is something that's- you have to enjoy it for what it is rather than try and find too much to go with it. Just yeah, and I think and I think that's fine because the show is so fun that it works without a story. Yeah. But you know, for shows that are not as fun, like Disillumination, there's no story, it's not good. We should do we should do a <laughs> ranking of hub shows one day. I will start that with would be fun. A ranking of of hub shows one day that would be fun no well, how many do we have we had halloween and we've Tokyo got a lot now and oh well we know which one the last one is <laughs> it's frozen yeah there's frozen yeah. there's jungle book jive there's I feel like jungle book jive would be, are we doing it right now i feel like jungle, jungle no book jive. no let's not do it now there's a, there's a whole conversation there oh is it okay. pirates remember- and princesses was one as well that was great which one do you remember- uh, pirates and princesses oh yeah that was our first one there was a story there. Do, do you remember? Do you remember the cod soup from the Frozen season? The what? Cod. Oh God! <laughs> oh yes! Yeah. I yeah. know. Sorry. I'm, I promise I'll try and keep this podcast on track. The food. The food team was like, we know our guests. They want to have fish soup at yeah. nine a.m. Do you remember when we were queuing outside Lucky Nugget and like this customer was like, "Here's our Frozen menu," and it was just a beer. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was just a Carl's. Just a Carlsberg. Uh... <laughs> 
Yeah, but you know what? That was January 2020, and we thought that was the worst that was going to happen that year. <laughs> so, you know, looking back, it was pretty okay. <laughs> it was a highlight of the year. <laughs> it was the highlight of the year. It was the I, only I, thing that year. <laughs> I never tried to bring Frozen season back, and I really hope they don't, because it was... Yeah, yeah, no. No. Yeah. It there was, just wasn't enough for it to be classed as a season for me. Yeah. It was a marketing promotion, but it got sold as a season, and so... That's what happens when you don't deliver. Yeah, it wasn't. But anyway, um, TLP30 merchandise, Patrick's favorite topic. I love it. It's so good. Well done. I mean, the soap. Yes, have it. <laughs> I have it too. Yeah. I, I, I have. It tester. smells. It smells. Oh, you don't like the smell. It's the same as the one that I got at Walt Disney World. And I think it's it grapefruit. great. I like it. I really like it. Yeah. It's not a smell I would ever choose, but that's why I kind of like it because I'm like, it doesn't smell like every other soap I own. Yeah. I do have grapefruit you bubble bath. You can just empty them. Sorry. The best thing about them is that you can just empty them, buy any soap that you like, and oh, yeah. fill it up half, fill the other half of water, give it a shake, and you've got, there you go. Better scent. Apparently, the, um, the method uh, foaming yeah, soap, because method has some foaming soap as well, obviously not big shaped. But their soap is formulated so to work with the foaming heads. And so if you buy the method ones, you can refill with that product. Any soap will do. Yeah. What are soaps uh, are available? I have been refilling my one I've had for years for ages. They work great. I'm gonna put some ASOP in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? Well, the spirit jerseys are currently out of stock, but they're pretty nice. The white ones. I have that too. They're much better than the loading ones. Yeah, the loading I do. Ones? I I so the loading ones. I like the back of those. I think they're nice. Yeah, the front. But then you nice. have to walk around with a thing that says loading. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else we like? The mug is quite popular. I don't have that. I need. Yes, nice, nice. The mug. Um, they have all sorts of things. Um, I think it's funny that they still make placemats because when I was a kid, I went to. My parents took me to Disney World, and I had the uh, the food rocks. Um, no, the kitchen cabaret placemats. Mm. This is all I am. Um, and I think it's fun that they still make placemats. Like who? I guess for kids to eat on. Do you use placemats, Teddy? <laughs> no, not personally. But I for Kylo, how... he doesn't have a little placemat. He's a bit little at the moment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> who actually eats dinner at a table? Does I do. Yeah. Always, Where always, did you eat dinner? On the floor? Uh, <laughs> no, hon, I eat it on the couch because I'm like, I'm, I, I'm sitting on my table now and it's probably the first time I've used it. Oh, no, but I mean when you were a kid. Oh, no, I'm talking about right now. I'm not a kid. Oh, I thought you meant like as a kid. No, I'm talking about now. I'm like, I don't, I don't have dinner at a table. Oh, yeah, I eat dinner on the sofa. All the time. I mix it up. Today was sofa, last night was table. Oh, there you go. Oh. What about you, Sadie? <sighs> to be honest, sometimes mine doesn't even make it to me sitting down. I am such a pig. Uh, but <laughs> most, of the, <laughs> most of the time, we'll just tend to eat on. We'll tend to eat in the sofa. Like table for us is like an evening, you know. Yeah. yeah and dressed up, put the tux on, put the candles on, get the Mickey placemats out. <laughs> I want one of those placemats when I um, um in April. I'm gonna get some placemats. Well, just one. It's also like 3D. Ben has one though. 
He has. He's got a Mickey one. That's what his bowl is. <laughs> there you go. Well, Carlo is more decked out than we are. Um, <laughs> there's also um, there's also t-shirts that are actually not too bad, and they were surprisingly cheap. I think the one I got was like twenty euros. I'm like twenty euros for a t-shirt just in Paris. <laughs> What's happening? Um, and uh, this, you remember they had like this like shiny jacket that's not out yet. I think. Well, it is out in Japan. Controversial. Yeah, it is out in Japan. Yeah, there's some weird thing that basically Disney Shop Disney Japan has more merchandise that we have in Paris. But I think maybe they make it there. Would that make sense? No, I think they make it in. Well, I don't think Paris. They don't make Paris like sends it there. I think they they make it in Japan or in Asia, and it just gets shipped over there. I don't know. I mean, unless I've missed it already, the one thing that I'm waiting for is the Disney Doonies. I cannot wait. And I'm so excited that Disney has Disneyland Paris has its own Dooney coming out. So I cannot wait to get those. What's a Dooney? <laughs> I knew that was coming. I just looked at Ben the whole time. Like, I do not understand these words right now. <laughs> so Dooney and Bork? Who? <laughs> Are you sure you're the one doing your tweet? Patrick, do you know what it is? Uh, yeah, it's like a... So it's like a they, got, they do like handbags. Yeah, it's like a bag. Oh, are like, they like uh, high-end bags? Yeah. Ah, but I absolutely right. love them. And although they are expensive, I haven't, I've withheld with great restraint from buying one. However, now that Disneyland Paris is getting it, and it's great that they're getting the full handbags as well as like the little cross bodies as well. Absolutely. I reckon they are going to go so fast because Doonies are so popular. Interesting. All right. Well, we'll be watching out for them then. Um, But there are, so yeah, we're saying before this, they've had issues with stocks and so they're rationing a little bit what what they put in stores and also uh, some of the products have not arrived yet. Today, the marshmallows arrived. (laughs) You know, why not? but that's so that's merchandise. We already talked about the lounge fly bag, so we're not going to go back there. Um, Patrick, snacks. Oh my god, they went from like being like pretty like terrible to just like okay. And I'm like, there's a lot like you know, if anyone's coming, so I have family that are coming to this in Paris in two weeks, and I've got like a list of like four or five things. I'm like, you have to try this Mickey bears, Gull Whip, the Madeleine. Uh, the the menu in the um, Videopolis is pretty good, like the burger menu, like you know, there's like there's like a fair few things like cheesecake on a stick. Um, that, is it that, nice? Have you tried it? I've had it. It's lovely. It's re- like the cheesecake in it is like real nice. It's like really just weird because you kind of bite into it and it all falls off into your plate and you're <laughs> eating like a caveman. So I don't know why it needed to be on a stick. But you know, I would totally eat it, and it was like a fiver. I'm like, I would totally pay for it. Like it was pretty good. No, the uh, genuinely, I'm like really, really, really impressed with the snacks. They're really good. And what about the waffles? Is like mini Mickey waffles? You know, waffles. Oh my God, they're so good too. I got the ones that didn't have uh, Nutella on them because I'm like the only person in the whole world that doesn't like Nutella. Uh, so I got one of those, and there was this one at Cool Post in Adventureland, and she was making them, and she was like efficient. And she was making them fresh and it was like really well presented and it was like so tasty and the batter was fresh. And, you know, it just goes to show when Disney Paris wants to, they can make it. The dude that does the doll whips, he in Café de la Bousse, he has, uh, he's been, I've, well, I've been there twice and it's been the same dude and he has it on fire. 
I'm like, to some Disneyland cast members, Disneyland Paris cast members that know what they're doing and we love to see them. And then there's other ones that are like, you know, I'm going to wait 25 minutes to like serve one customer. Um, so, you know, no, I, I have to admit, fair play to the cast, fair play to the to the people behind food. Food did it like, you know, it's pretty okay. I actually, like I'm going tomorrow and I'm trying to pay, pick out what snacks do I want to have? What are my faves? Where am I going? What's getting my money? And that's the thing that Disneyland Paris would not have had that situation before. I would have very much been like, man, don't care, McDonald's, or like when I go home, or bring someone with me. Whereas now Disneyland Paris is actually getting more of my money every time I go. So please make an effort to Disneyland Paris because when you put putting nice things out, I'll, I'll actually get them. Thanks for coming to my TED Talk. Um, I, I have already <laughs> planned out my snack day tomorrow. Like, yeah, it, like it exists. Like, I, I know what I'm doing. So, so like, so like somebody saw, uh, like somebody, uh, I, I think it was on the DLP report chat or something. I don't know. There was like somebody who was like, I'm here for the snacks. And they're like, oh, we're in Park. I'm like, genuinely, if this is the level that they keep going for, and if this is the level that they can maintain, I'm, I'm just, I'm just worried that they're not going to maintain it. If they can maintain this level pretty standard, like throughout the year, I would be like, I'd be like, yep, yeah, there's Disneyland Paris snacks that I like and are I that I want to have. And every time I want to go, I want to have a Dole Whip or a Mickey Bear or a Madeline or, you know, there's so many things that I'm like, yeah, I want to try it. Like, it's like, you know, and there's still so many things I still haven't tried. Those two things, though, like you think of the Dole Whip and the Mickey Bars, like they are two, well, actually, and the waffles, they are like huge things that people really associate with the parks and like even like the scents. Like, I know that sounds really silly, but like I have like a Dole Whip uh mickey doll like, like candle and i have a mickey waffle candle and it's like they're all like really signature things that people resonate with the park so i think having those key ones in paris and not being funny as well things that are instagrammable that's what gets that is what gets people in you want people want to have that fit that picture with you know their mickey ice cream and their mickey waffles like those are the those are the things that people want those key signature and like, just missing the pretzel and Amer- but America, yeah. America has done all, like the American parks has done all the work for Disneyland Paris. All they need to do is walk in, put it out, and then people right. will they don't need to yeah. do any, they've done, because, you know, there's such a big Instagram audience and there's such a big, there's also a massive audience, specifically, I would say, in the UK, that would be kind of him and her between either going to Walt Disney World or going to Disneyland Paris. And the fact that these things do exist in Disneyland Paris are kind of like, they're little small things, but they're stacking you up in favors to get people to press book to go to you and not to go and see somebody else. So no, I, I I'm 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 thrilled. I think they're really good. Yeah. All right. I, I know that I'm walking in that park. I'm gonna go straight to my curry west hot dog because I actually like those. <laughs> gonna pair that up with like a Mickey bar and I'm gonna walk straight and get a doll whip. That's go. tomorrow. And it's kind of crazy the way this whole doll whip happened is that we posted it and the vendor that basically imports the dough uh, pineapple soft serve, which is what Dole Whip is made of, like started replying to our tweets and other people's tweets saying like, yep, this is the same product. This is the same product. We can't call it Dole Whip, but this is Dole soft serve. That's the same product. And the funny thing is like, Disneyland Paris, like, who, we're like, what? Hello? We're, 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 what? You know, they were just, there, they, there is they a just call it a ship. But it's not no. a partnership. They they stock dull products. They have yeah, the dull fruit not, cups, but not a dull whip. And they don't call it dull whip. They call it pineapple whip because I, can I, I give don't know you, branding? Can I, can I give you a tip for tomorrow? Don't let, ask them for ask them for your pineapple whip, but with no puree because they actually pull it out and then they put like this puree thing on top of it. 
but I'm the next time I'm going, I'm like, hold the puree, please, because it'll. Oh, really? Okay, that's interesting. Why did they put yeah. some puree on it? Yeah, it's like in this. It's like in like one of those like um, baggies, like you know the like the bag, like it's like a bag, mm. like a syrup. Yeah, it's like a syrup. Yeah, so don't ask him to hold that. I don't know if he will, but he seems pretty nice. He might, but he like he knows what he's doing. So the last time I was too afraid to ask him. Huh. Now it's just time to get the other flavors. I, I love the orange one. The orange dough, it's great. I mean, I hope the, the, the thing that I'm really kind of nervous about is that, I, 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 again, I don't mean to be pejorative talking about different nationalities or different people who visit Disneyland Paris. I hope they, like, like I'm thinking like specifically about like the pineapple, uh, the um, cheesecake on a stick. How many people are going to want to have pe- cheesecake on a stick? Like, I feel like that's quite, you know, maybe like, you know, uh, uh, Anglophone world kind of like, hey, cool. Whereas, like, you know, in Europe, I don't, in mainland Europe, I don't know how that will fly. So, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that there's an audience there for the, because they are trying things. They are trying to bring in the, you know, Dole Whip and the Mickey bars and stuff like that. So, I hope there is an audience there to make it worth Disneyland Paris as well. Because in the past, they've very much done the whole, oh, we tried different cut flavor popcorns and it didn't work and we're never doing it again. So, like, you know, I hope that there is an audience that will, like, make it worth their while, because if not, we can't, com- you can't complain, and then when they try and do something, then they'll be like, I don't want to buy it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, there was there was an issue with the blue popcorn. No, no, not the blue popcorn. <laughs> which, which Walt Disney World have, like, gone straight into, by the way, for their <laughs> celebration popcorn. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> not, the, not the blue popcorn. The, the years and years and years ago, they tried, in different lands, they tried, like, different flavor popcorn did they did yeah yeah i remember this and that didn't work and they never did it again so like you know i i think i think if um you know if we're going to criticize and that's another reason as to why tomorrow i'm like what snacks am i going to buy because like i've criticized disney paris food for like a very long time so now that they're actually providing a little bit of effort like i can't be like uh, it's too expensive i don't want to buy it i'm like you know i just have to put up and shut up and like yeah i'm gonna go and buy a snack I feel like the Mickey bars are doing well. A lot of people are buying those. Yeah, and, you know, I think a lot of people need to realize, well, like, you know, it, it's a very different product. It's, you know, it's quite sweet compared to the American ones, which I found were personally a little bit better because of the dark chocolate. I know they were bigger and they were coming with this little plate and you pull it out and blah, blah, blah. Whereas, I, I, you know, 450 for what this Disney and, like, for the, what Disney and Paris are offering, it's, it's fine. And if you go to a table, if you go to a quick service restaurant, they all have them and you can get your APG discount. So, you know, it's, 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 I, I, I'm, I'm thrilled and I can't wait to have one tomorrow because I'm. Oh, that's a good tip. If you go to a quick service, you'll get AP discount on your ice cream and you can mobile order them at Hyperion and Casey's. If you want to fill out that form. (laughs) Yeah. When it works though, because when it's busy, it don't work. yeah, when it's busy, you try to get the slot, and then by the time you fill up the form, it's like this slot is no longer available, and it bounces you back to the beginning, and so you can try forever until it's basically four p.m. and you can just walk in. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Mobile, mobile order needs a lot of work. It is to become native in the app. Like that's the issue. It's like we don't want some third party, you know. And they've tried that with Line Bertie. It's terrible. Um, but you know, hopefully the, the app will get updated with a system for you know to reserve meet and greets and all that kind of stuff. Um, especially with Avengers Campus coming in, uh, a system that you can just reserve meet and greets in the app, a system where you can reserve your uh, visit day in the app instead of going to all those outside websites. But anyway, hopefully soon. 
those, um, those, uh, that the the park reservations are really interesting points. I saw somebody, this is from the American parks, where they were you know, quoting Bob Chapek and uh, and Josh Damara, even from like two years ago, when the parks reopened, when they were like, "This system is here to stay." And here we are, two years on, even in the Walt well, Disney World and Disneyland app. If you press plus and then you try and go to reserve a park day, it just bounces you out to a website. Yeah. Like this is this is not a, like a, a Paris thing. And it just feels like we're two years on and it's still bouncing to a website. Is it really here to stay? Yes. Well, yeah, it is for the moment, <laughs> yes. But a lot of stuff's happened in these apps. Yeah. Plus, no, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be in a Paris app soon. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I I really don't like the system, but hey. Yeah, I mean, I feel like three days is just not enough. I would love to have five days. So you can hold a few like important dates that you know you're gonna visit, and you can also have I think some also, days. I think also the fact that like pretty much most weekends are always the ones to go first. I feel yeah. like but yeah. like you know, in that case, in that case, what's the point in like having a pass that lets me X amount of potential access days because if I'm not ever going to be able to book a, a Friday or a Saturday and, and specifically I, I, we're going down a rabbit hole of reservations I very much feel I was talking to Ben about this yesterday I very much feel that they're trying to push an American problem into a Paris situation and the fact that I don't like you know when it comes to um, attendance I know the American parks would struggle with uh, specifically California would struggle with attendance whereas Paris is like it's you know it's not it's nowhere near like that problematic with uh, visitation and numbers and stuff like that. And I know they want to like cut their costs and they want to like streamline and they want to like not have to be blah, blah, blah. But like, as it is, uh, I don't feel like when there was no park reservations, as it is, it was still pretty hard to get like anything to eat after seven or it was pretty hard to, you know, get, um, get services after a specific time so like it's not like a new thing where Disney Paris needs to be like reducing the amount of people like amount of offers that it has after a specific time I just think it's very much trying to push a a problem that is not a problem for Paris onto Paris yeah I I I think I agree actually I don't think I didn't think about it that way but I I don't think Paris really struggles like you know in Paris what's a busy day and what's not a busy day you just need to look at the school holiday timetable. That's it. But I feel, weekends like, and school holidays. I feel like that's Done. not what this whole system is doing. This whole system is limiting the percentage of AP holders in the park at any time. Even if there is capacity, they don't want more than X percent of AP holders in the park because we're, we're a certain type of customers and they just don't want more than that in the park. And it doesn't matter if the park is not full. If you reach that quota, they just don't want more AP holders. Then, but why? X. Why would why would you limit that? So if if the park is because not AP full, holders AP holders don't spend money. They just come and clog the line and make the experience worse for everyone else. Well, well, now like I know I I'm not saying that's right I'm or wrong. Not, I'm saying I'm that's not, how Disney is thinking. AP holder not, come in, don't spend enough, clog the line and make the lines longer and the park experience overall worse. I think that's what they're thinking. But 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 now when you see that they can make effort, they can make effort with merchandise, they can make effort with food, and there is a thing where I found that I've visited what three times since the anniversary started, and each time I've you know 
spend a lot on merch. I spent a lot on merch the first time. I spent a lot on food the second time. I'm planning on spending more on food tomorrow. So like I've I've I kind of feel like they need like you know it's it's easy to to say that oh AP holders don't spend enough or the like you know the like the average spend and blah 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 and they need to have like targets and blah blah blah. But they also need to be listening to their customers and that I don't want to spend six euros on a sable that is in the shape of a character that just tastes the exact same as the sable that you had in the shape of another character another time of the year i wanted to come in and be like oh yeah i can only get this in disneyland paris and i kind of want to have it do you know what i mean so like mm. i don't know I, I feel like i feel like it's easy to I, I, and again it's not just disneyland paris i feel like disney parks in general it's kind of easy to put the blame onto someone else and not be like mm, maybe we should be trying to you know we should be trying to like um create things that people want to like instagramable treats like sadie was saying uh, we should be trying to like you know get people into like you know merch that they want and not making it limited editions just because they want to make it a limited edition you know there's you know there's there's a fine line and i feel like yeah fair enough we need to spend more but they also need to listen to what we want to spend money on i think as well your ap customers are probably well, they're going to be your most loyal i mean i think when i look back on us i would say that even as AP customers, I would say we spend more than probably people who are doing a trip to Disneyland Paris. And, you know, a lot of people that do it, you know, they see it as like the, you know, an uh, opportunity trip and they don't know when they're next gonna, you know, maybe return, like return or that it's maybe a trip that they've saved really hard for as a family to be able to go. I would say your AP people are probably, I would like from experience, I'd say we're more likely to spend more money, I would have thought, although, there are you know the discounts and ticket and all the rest of it but i would say looking at my bank account right but i mean also <laughs> you you guys and we are i mean patrick you live you live near paris but you you also don't visit you know every single day but i think there are some guests who live nearby who live in paris and who come every single weekend who come like three days a week four days a week and and just come and do the rides and leave and bring their own sandwich and all this and that. I don't know if we're like on this show, if we're representative of the AP crowd. I, I think Patrick has a good point in that you need to give me something to spend my money on. So oh, yeah. in Disneyland Paris, you know, I, okay, I'm staying on site, but until probably the, this, this anniversary, what was I going to buy in the park? Well, I was going to buy food. Was I going to buy food because I really want to buy food? Or is I going to buy food because, hey, it's lunchtime. I got to eat something. That's kind of where we're at. And the same with merchandise. The merchandise was never amazing in Paris. Like the, the odd thing that's great. But there's never, you don't, you don't walk into a t-shirt in Paris, into a, sorry, a shop in Paris and go, oh, that's a nice t-shirt. I must buy it. You yeah. don't do that as much. That's where the other parks hit different. Mm. And like, and maybe it's, I always thought maybe because like, you know, we're not, uh, we're not locals to like, you know, Disneyland or Walt Disney World. So like, you know, there is a time in the day when you can be like, you know, I don't want to spend 45 minutes waiting for an attraction, but I can walk around and just look in the shops and be like, oh my God, look at this, you know? So, and I know we have the blase approach because we kind of, every time something new comes out, we're like, oh, one new thing. Whereas, you know, for people who come every X amount of years, they're like, oh my God, there's so many things that are new because they've accumulated and whatever. So, but like, you know, there's, it's rare that something comes out in, in Paris and you're like, everyone's like unanimously like, I really have to get this unless it's a key or a limited a pin 
or like a limited edition thing where they've just really... a lounge fly. Yeah. <laughs> but even even with seasons, right? This only ever happens for anniversaries. Like I feel like the Lion King and the season of the Lion King and Jungle was the first one that they actually had a merch offer and that was like, you know, pretty good. There was a nice t-shirt. Oh, okay. there, was a nice, there was a nice mug. There was a nice thing. You know, you could get a couple of bits. They were like, okay, that was kind of cool. Uh, and I, I feel like they've learned from a lot of that and they've kind of built a, on it. Remember when Pirates and Princess came out and there was one t-shirt and that was yeah. all that they had? Oh, yeah, but, I do remember that, yeah. But like, you know, um, I don't know. It's, and it's, the thing is, like, once they realized it was popular, it was too late to make a merchandise line. But then they had another Pirates and Princesses, and they also didn't do anything for it. It was like a year later. They did an ice cream that they launched in January. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I don't know. I just, yeah, I think, I, I again, I understand that there is, like, business strategies and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I think Disney Paris or Disney Parks in general, are, when you walk through the door, it should be like a, how can we up like how can we upcharge you without telling you we're gonna upcharge you? How are we gonna entice you so that you're like, oh, I really have to do this, or I really have to have that, or I really have blah, blah. And then you walk out the door and you know, the amount of times like I've said before in the podcast, uh, when I was in Disneyland, when there's mobile order, the amount of things I just mobile ordered because I could mobile order them. Was I hungry or did I want it? No, but could I get it like real quick? Yes. So like you know, so that that's, is that's especially true for drinks in Paris. Like yeah. in Paris, you walk around, you're like, eh, I'm not going to have a drink because I don't want to wait in that 20 minute line. Whereas in the American parks, just like I, I just want a drink. Okay, done. Well, the key to have a drink in Paris is to get either bottles in the shops, like in the clothing shops. They, they all have fridges. Sure. But or I if mean, you want coffee, you have to get them at the PhotoPass counters. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, they keep saying bottled drinks are not. I'm trying to be better when it comes to all this whole like environmentally friendly thing. Bottles are yeah. not. Yeah. All right. So, the, you know, end of the story. Uh, uh, not end of the story. Uh, moral of the story. Uh, give us more things that we want to spend on instead of stopping us from coming to the parks because because it's gonna it's gonna yeah it's gonna like you know it, it's cre- it creates a little bit of bad will and the fact that you're kind of like oh okay so you're we're your most loyal fans and whatever um but we're not worthy i was really worried i wasn't going to be able to come for april 12 who know nothing is happening um but i wanted to be there and um it was, it's a really hard one to get i think it's still not available so if you're coming it's that not, week, uh, you don't yeah. know, you might be coming uh, 10, 11 and 13, you know, like, and what are you going to do on 12? <laughs> just... Yeah, like, that's the thing, like, you know, that's like, you know, like, as well, like being locked out, if you're coming to stay in the parks and you're, you, you know, maybe not staying on site, but you're staying in a good neighbor or you're staying in something that's like quite close and it means that you can be going every day. I've had people messaging me saying that they've, you know, they are going for a four day trip and they've only had, they only have three of their four days confirmed and then there's one day that they might be able to go and they're like well it's like that's not really fun way to plan your vacation right when you don't know especially especially like when we just said it's not necessary in paris maybe it is necessary in in disneyland but like it's not necessary in paris or give us five days at least like with five days you can come like friday saturday sunday monday maybe an extra day you know and you know though that when we get round to these new annual passes you're going to pay more for more days. Yeah. Mm. There's probably going to be an unlimited one that's going to be like a lot of money. 
Yeah. Well, you can just, even you look at the magic you can just keys. Visit any days. The magic keys, I think, the the most expensive key that's been sold out for like a year now is six days, I think, and then it slides down to five, then four, and then maybe when three. At, well, when you look at the magic keys specifically in California, you can usually always get. Uh, if you can't get into Disneyland, you can usually always get into DCA. Whereas... Oh, magic keys have been really controversial though. There's been a lot of times that people can't get in anything. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I mean, if that's the case, uh, I don't know. I, 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 again, I don't think I'm, 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 I'm as neutral as a person that as Disney wants me to be. But as, a, as like a, as an AP holder, and I know they want to change our habits and whatever, but it, it really just doesn't feel like it's necessary. It's not like a, like a, yeah. No. And I mean, a lot of times, also, like the weird thing is, a lot of times you just come in the day, the night before or the morning of, and it, uh, most days. I mean, unless it's like Christmas Day or maybe April 12 will stay black, but um, most days become available the night before. So all that stress that people go through just to like go in at 9 p.m. the night before and be like, oh, it's open again. But I suppose why would you put people through stress? Like if you're coming for five days and you're, you know, say you're in the UK like we are, like, you know, I'm not going to book a five day trip if I'm staying off site because probably not going to be able to go for five days or I might be able to go for five days, but you probably I might will. not. But you know you're you're sort of yeah, trying to put yourself sure. into a yeah. risky situation yeah. where you you're not 100 percent sure that you're going to be able to do that. So why would I book that? And then that takes away two days that I'm not in the park and I'm not spending because now I'm coming for less days. Mm. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Um, we'll see what happens when the uh, the new APs come out later this year. I'm assuming this is all like prep for you know the new offers and stuff. Like right now we all have those three day rules, but let's see what happens. I'm um, sad that my Infinity Pass will stop being Infinity at some point. Yeah, yeah. It technically expired like two years ago now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's take a musical break, and it's going to be magical surprise, uh, <laughs> Patrick. And then when we come back, we'll talk about our last topic. If you're still listening, <laughs> and it is Avengers Campus. We'll be right back. Inside me, I feel my heart drumming, and we ain't stopping up for nothing. Endless surprises in every moment. Tonight I'm a star now, but we burn so bright, we feel like we're on center stage. We'll never be the same, and I wanna see those hands up dancing all through the night. It's such a
Oh, run to campus. Please be good. He'll be good. I'm really interested about the test kitchen. No, it's going to be a buffet. Oh, no. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole idea of making it a buffet instead of uh, quick service. I'm really interested in what that is. No, it's just going to be a buffet. It's basically going to be a plaza garden. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, we're back. Uh, <laughs> I, I know that imaginary aren't letting that fly. I don't know, man. I'll, I'll put my faith in merch before I put my faith in food for Avengers well, Campus. Well, Avengers Campus food has to go through WDI. Does it, though? Yeah. Are you sure? 100% sure. All right. Well, we'll talk yeah. in a couple months. <laughs> between, between what should happen and what will happen. But um, Hotel New York food had to go through WDI as well. Did it? Yeah. So, so what's the excuse for the rest of the resort? Uh, it doesn't go through WDI. Why? It's new developments. So all new developments have to go through WDI. Oh. I okay. personally uh, would... Um, I've heard... Is it the dude that did the Marvel Hotel did the Disneyland, per, Disneyland ter, Paris 30 mer, uh, food and now he's going to have to do campus? Mm-hmm. Not sure. Oh, okay. Not sure yeah, anyway. But, so but yeah, it, it, it all has to go for campus it all goes through wdi and then it'll be the same for frozen when that comes around all right you mean uh we're not going to get a uh shortbread stand <laughs> uh, i'm sure with anna will... and anna elsa olaf christoph i'm sure that will happen as well until but... shortbreads <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure that will happen but no the the main restaurant has to has to be approved it has to be approved by Marvel as well for Avengers Campus. Oh. Is, is, right. is, isn't there, uh, snow, uh, I was going to say Snow Queen. Isn't Frozen, uh, <laughs> isn't Frozen though just a quick service though? Yeah. It is? I'm, yeah, I'm not happy about that. Yeah, what, what, what quick service route are you going to do that's going to be themed to Frozen? Well, soup. Look, <laughs> yeah. well the thing is... Uh, uh, it looked like watery cum. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> the thing in Frozen, the Patrick. <laughs> we're not online. We're not recording, are we? Yes. Oh, we? we're we're back recording. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, no, I feel like in Frozen because they have the meet and greet with Anna and Elsa and whoever else. Patrick is dying. Um, they can also have character dining because it will be very easy for a guest to go from one end to another. And and yeah, like can, have this character can, integrity issue. You can get around that by doing what they used to do in Auberge, which is take a picture at the start, then you go in, have your dinner, and then leave. Mm. Yeah, but that's probably not what people want from a, a character dining anymore. I um, mean, it's the most intelligent way to do it, though, because I feel like even in even like modern, like well, modern, the most modern Disney park I've been to is Shanghai Disneyland, and that's how they do it when you go into like the the royal banquet hall you meet a princess outside and then you walk in and then it's all just um furries and you're like yeah last time we went to epcot it was the same i can't i can't for the life of me think what the princess um dining is uh is called there but that was how it was done there it was a meet and greet at the start and then ask a who's who's. ask a who's (laughs) um anyways we're talking about regis campus and a few weeks ago months ago i don't know what are months? What are years these days? Um, the Quinjet landed. That was a big night. 
Well, a big oh, morning. Yeah. When was that? <laughs> it was in March. 20th of January or something, because it was on the, remember that French uh, thing that uh, uh, aired on Sunday? We were like, oh, on the 26th of January, uh, January I think it was. You uh, remember things. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so the quinta is there. Um, funny enough, um, Avengers Campus, there's still quite a lot that we don't know. Uh, Webslinger is moving along. We've seen the uh, ride vehicles on the tracks and the French posters. <laughs> I like that. that. I loved it. I thought it was cute. Yeah. And also, so I'm not really spoiled on web singers, but I know that there's some part of the ride that happened in the lands. And so, um, all of it. (laughs) Oh, so there's a Paris version because it's going to be in the Paris land. So that's that. Uh, Yeah. The restaurants, uh, the restaurants, I don't know, man. I don't know. So, I, yeah, so I we've already we've already started with the food, and I feel like I am ready for the disaster. But hey, no, I hope I genuinely hope when I see how pretty okay Disneyland Paris thirty food was, I'm pretty hopeful that you know campus food isn't going to be as terrible as we could imagine. I I don't understand why Pim Test Kitchen is the buffet because you already have a menu, right? Well, it's called it's called Pim Lab in Paris. Okay, Pim Lab, fine. But you have the menu, right? You could just copy the the California menu. It, um, it exists. Well, because because it. the studios need a buffet, right? But and it doesn't matter but, that it's Avengers Campus now; it still has to be a buffet because they have to. People have to use their buffet vouchers. Right. I know but it's for isn't, isn't that the other. That's the other restaurant, right? Which one? Is it the, the other restaurant? The other one is a quick service. No, yeah. the, the the yeah the the blockbuster cafe one. Yeah, people exactly. Need, so people need to use their buffet vouchers. Yeah. So what I what I was what I mean is is that you could do the pin test kitchen because you know the food. You could just bring that over from California, and then the other one, you could make the buffet, and that kind of works. What's it called? Like the assembly or something? I don't know. Yeah. You could like assemble your plate from the buffet. Brilliant. <laughs> I mean. Sure. Uh, I mean, they're not no. doing it, but no, it <laughs> no. I feel like I'm like sure. Let me take a note of that. No, no, uh, no, nah, no. I don't know. I don't did know no, nobody thought of this, did they? Someone's going like listen to this podcast, but like, oh, Tim Lab seems to have a really cool entrance. Yeah, so like it's it's a shame. To have Is this... it like the you guys know more about oh, those things? Yeah. What is this yeah, thing? It's, it's the. I, I can't remember what it's called. I'm making like a V-shaped particle generator thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. God. It's like the shrink gun, like shrink yeah. shit. We're definitely a Marvel podcast. <laughs> so I can't the thing, what it's called. Eddie, it's really the annoying. Thing, the uh, PIM thing. Cool. Yeah. Inside, I, exactly I don't know. Inside, if it's a lab, I don't know. A lab sounds really white to me, but I guess that would not really change from, from Resto des Stars, which was okay, already... Okay. Pretty much unthemed. Somebody <laughs> uh, had Remy in there singing on his little cheese board. Oh my god! Remember, I went there just to do that. You know what'd be fun? <laughs> it was really cool. if they still had him in Avengers Campus. Just be like, 
like, he's like, just one day, he's just like, hi, this is Remy. He's like, he's like with his little, his little shopping bags of like merch and stuff like that. He's like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Marvel would freak. And oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Marvel would freak out. Like, I think like Marvel is like worse than a Disney princess franchise. Um, <laughs> and they are like, you know, you don't mess with the princesses. They are literally you know? queens. They are literally queens. And like, you do not mess with them. Um, so, and then there's the quick service, which Jeff already said the name, but let's not repeat it too many times. And that's the one that has the big Hulk. Hulk. Um, I don't know. I don't know Marvel people. Um, Hulkbuster? Is that a thing? Hulkbuster, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's I the one. It. All right. It's a Hulkbuster. It's like the massive Iron Man suit. It's like Ghostbusters, but Hulk. Isn't that basically what isn't that basically what Blockbuster Cafe was before closed when half of yeah, it? Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah, but remember there was this like Pirates of the Caribbean room for no reason. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. no one, no one asked for this. And then I one day it I'm made sure. even less sense when it was I'm... high school musical. Yeah. I did well, I like high school musical, so I was happy about that, but that made no sense either. I remember actually going to Blockbuster Cafe and just sitting in the Pirates of the Caribbean prayer and be like. Okay, I came here to do this and I've done it. Yeah, it was actually pretty well themed. Yeah, it was pretty good. Was <laughs> like pretty- they did a pretty good job, but yeah. for no reason. You just walk in there, you're like, but it was like scales and I haven't on the roofs and I haven't. Yeah, but next door there's there's Adventureland and a whole attraction. Yeah, I mean, that that whole restaurant made no sense. That well, the whole <laughs> land made no sense. Like, I mean, I get I get High School Musical because like Blockbuster Cafe, High School Musical was a blockbuster. So was Pirates of the No, Caribbean. I don't think that's what they were going for. <laughs> no. Okay. And then it became and then it became Marvel. Like the it yeah, was like, it, Iron, like Man, Iron Man. Yeah. Iron Man things. Yeah. Oh god. I'm I'm just I'm just kind of nervous that that's just going to be basically what was before and it's going to, it's going to be uh uh main street um um uh, like eatery like just served in a different part of the park. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Oh, we've lost Jeff. Um, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Right, yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll keep going. Uh, so, uh, and then the meet and greet. Sorry, uh, I just took a drink. Oh, <laughs> I was like, whoa. Um, the meet and greet uh, is going to be interesting as well. Um, it's going to be like a meet Mickey type of thing. Uh, not with Mickey. <laughs> uh, from what I understand, it's going to be Spider Man and one other hero. I wonder if they're going to send snipers for me saying that. It's not like breaking news. So, right? so would you walk in and meet Spider Man and then walk through another room and meet another hero? Or would I hope so. Yeah. Okay. Well, I hope so. Maybe. Could be like Starport, where we just like, do you remember how the whole idea was? was like, hey, there'll be one room with Darth Vader and one room with Chewbacca, and you can pick oh. your side. I put the wrong. I put happened. the wrong dates on my tweets. I ben, put the wrong date on my tweet. Ben's very much invested in doing the podcast. He's no, I put April. <laughs> uh, April. Sorry, uh. I put April twenty eighth. Oh God! All right. Well, I have I'm, to redo it. For the tweet. I have to redo uh, it. Is it gone? Well, it's gone already. Uh, this is a thrilling part of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry. And if you're just this deep down in the podcast, 
congratulations and also <laughs> no but like now I'm we're, lost. we're nearly at 11 p.m here i've lost my <laughs> whole midnight text. patrick i know patrick are you working tomorrow uh honey i'm going to the zen paris tomorrow oh okay well talk amongst yourself i'm doing my tweets <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, what's the one thing that you really hope uh, Avengers Campus brings to the Walt Disney Studio Park in general? Sadie. Just don't try and I can. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're what, the, what's the one thing I hope? That Avengers Campus brings to the Walt Disney Studios Park. Oh my goodness. I don't even want to start with that. That's a great question, by the way. I like that. Yeah. I mean... First of all, ride quality, Ooh. traction quality. <sighs> yeah, the Avengers coaster, that could be fun. Yeah, it's just, I hope it's done well. Like, when you see how they've done Guardians of the Galaxy, I really hope they know how to do it well. Yeah, I, that's the type of level that I would hope to see because walking, <laughs> it, that I find that a completely immersive experience, which you want and I think Marvel fans are so uh, I think the attention to detail is just if it's not on point it's it's gonna get picked out it's gonna it's gonna get torn apart because so many little details in Marvel mean a lot and you can watch a film over and over and over again and you'll keep noticing new little bits and I think if that like those little touches I think Marvel fans will grasp on straight away. So I think it's just about what they do, making sure they do it right. And I think, I think they are. I hope. When it comes to theming, when it comes to like the buildings and all the little touches and, and also, I mean, the, the whole concept, I think of, Avengers Campus, I think is really cool. The fact that yeah. they're all linked together and they're like, you know, the Avengers have just set up a training camp for us to help them. And I think it's such a good idea because like, unlike, you know, Galaxy's Edge, which we talked before, which is like stuck in time, stuck in place, like Avengers Campus is in Paris. Avengers Campus is in Malavale. Like it's a real place in real time right now. And it's been created by the Avengers to like show us what they're doing to help us to do all that. And I think it's such a good idea because you can make yeah. this evolve in so many directions. You can redo things. You're not you're not stuck in time or place. You can always update it and keep it new if that's yeah. what you're going off of. Now, will they? I don't know. But at least <laughs> at least that's that. That's the yeah, option. California's done a pretty good job, right? So every week yeah. that they do a. Um... There's a Marvel show on Disney Plus, and like I think for Loki, it he had a different outfit every week. So every week Loki got updated with a new outfit. Really? Not saying that's what we're getting, but uh, the yeah. And I mean, there. I think I think a lot is being placed on characters, and it's going to be wherever you look, there's always going to be something happening. And you know, I know that Galaxy's Edge also had the promise of having a lot of entertainment on the street, but I guess they're trying again. Um, and so hopefully when you walk down the street, you'll always see something happening. You'll always see like, you know, here's Black Widow like running on the running on the roof or his, you know, this, this, this happening or on the platform, like, you know, Iron Man is talking in front of the Quinjet or that kind of stuff. So hopefully there's always going to be something. We have like vehicles, cars, four by fours that are going to be roaming the land and all that kind of stuff. So hopefully it'll feel really alive. Um, 
Hopefully. And then, and hopefully, <laughs> hopefully that doesn't get cut up to six months. Uh, and then um, uh, there's the Avengers coaster. And I'm really excited about that. I yeah. generally, with all of the things that we have together, I think definitely Paris looks like it could have the best Avengers campus. Compared yeah. to like what you have in the States, in California. I, I think also, like, you know, and this is like, I'm not using this as a barometer, but when you look at the disinterest in general, that would like I've been trying to look for Avengers Campus vlogs just to see what people are thinking about Avengers Campus in, in California Adventure, and like all the big people or the big sites did their one vlog when I opened and that's it. it. Like it feels like it's kind of hard. To, whereas I feel like in Disneyland Paris, specifically in Walt Disney Studios Park, I definitely feel like you could have like a lasting kind of impression and change and like the first time that we get like a full proper land because like. Ratatouille, like Place d'Avigny, was like a place. It was a square, and that was a so like. Whereas this is like a full land that you're gonna get. And I'm like, I feel like, and I don't want to say like it sounds a bit, uh, a bit kind of, I don't know. It's it's a bit like oh, like in America they get so many nice things that do they really appreciate all the nice things that they get? Whereas we are so starved from stuff, and we're like. I think we'll like really, really appreciate that there's like something special in Walt Disney Studios Park. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And a better Avengers Campus. Like the US <laughs> are gonna just I, I think where where Avengers Campus really failed in the US, I don't want to say failed, because it probably hasn't failed, but you had Guardians of the Galaxy before, which was obviously the hit. Then you uh, you opened Avengers Campus and you had a couple of nice places to eat and one attraction really. But also, you had the shell of the entrance of the one that should be there, but isn't. Yeah. And I, I think that's so noticeable in, in California. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, that thing weird. is literally a doorway that goes nowhere. Yeah. Like, the whole building's there, but just no nothing on the other side of the doorway. Literally stays on a Quinjet, like, entrance. And... Yeah, it's so bizarre and, and weird. And now, you know, a couple of weeks ago at the AGM, Chapek sort of said that that thing's on ice for a while. Yeah, I, I I disagree. I think, for what it's worth, I I think they should go all in on it because they went all in on Rise of the Resistance. People love that, and at the moment, Marvel's bigger, and also like Marvel has such huge potentials, like the the characters, the stories, the universes, and the fans. Like Marvel fans. Are, it's a huge, huge group, and they're not capitalizing on this. They're not like I think personally. I think Marvel should have gone in some park, wherever you know, in California, in Paris, in in Shanghai, and Tokyo. I don't know, uh, but I feel like there's enough material to have a Marvel park. Yeah, 100%. I, I, a I think it's crazy that the you it's could just have crazy that the East got cut, like insane. Um, and and sadly, all they are getting is like two, you know, shoehorn um, lands. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, ours is going to be amazing. I think it's going to be really good. But um, but well, still, I- it's a it's a retheme mostly. Apart from the Spider Man building, everything is sort of like just a retheme. Um, so yeah, but what, what it is it? what it is, right? Like we we are we're there. <laughs> I saw somebody on Twitter the other day saying, like, when you think about the money that Pixar movies have made and when you see the amount of Pixar, the, the height of Pixar in the parks is a hotel or, you know, 
a kind of a, a flat ride or like a you know um, worlds of pixar you know it's a rethemed yeah. pier yeah you know, <laughs> like, you know what i mean it's it's like it's like it's insane for the amount of money that pixar has made that there's not an actual effort for pixar and like you said like it's insane for the amount of money like you know i i i, I think the difference between marvel and star wars is that star wars is kind of coasting on nostalgia whereas marvel is very much coasting on the fact that if a Marvel movie comes out, you will go and see it and you will have a good time. And, you know, it's like very current and like, it's what today's generation are dreaming of and not what people our age are like, oh yeah, we saw Star Wars when we were kids and it was great. But I think that attraction would still do well, like really well. So when it comes to the Avengers coaster, we don't really know also what to expect. We know from way back in the day, before Avengers Campus got, a, got announced, remember that they announced that there was going to be an Iron Man coaster? I remember thinking, <laughs> I remember thinking how is that going to fit in Backlot? And I was like, yeah. what <laughs> I was like yeah. Little did we know. Little <laughs> did they know, probably. Maybe. I don't know. Um, so that's still happening. I'm, I'm sure it's been reworked a million times. The I like the outside and the queue and everything they've showed so far it looks like such a it looks like a real attraction as opposed to like that weird metallic awning that we used to wait in for you know rock and roller coaster <laughs> and then go under that flat cd oh god the facade is the show building <laughs> i mean oh god yeah um it looks really nice I think it's going to be cool. We'll go under the, under the Quinjet and then you get into this new covered area and inside, I guess, you know, from the, there's going to be a Iron Man animatronic, I guess, from the, the, the concept from like, what is it like 2018, 2019, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we don't know much about the ride. I mean, there's been, there's been a few like, I don't know, leaks, rumors, what are we calling them? That, um, I mean, obviously it's the same track and the same trains, except the, uh, the what do you call it the the body of the train is a different shape and stuff but i mean it's the same it's going to be the same ride experience in terms of like you know twist and turn mm-hmm. so element the question is going to be what have they done to it i think there's a lot of like sort of like curved screens or a roof screen you just go through tunnels of screens that are sync with your train or something like that makes you feel like you're flying with the avengers i don't know that's that's how i understand it but i don't know really but even when you look at like uh, the uh, um, rock and roller coaster from the past, and when you look at the version in Florida, there's like a fair amount of decoration in the like the little yeah. tunnel they have. In the like, whereas in Disneyland Paris, I can't read. I remember they had the little like like the circly things were like mm. like. And that oh was, yeah, yeah. That was kind of really it, and I was like, even even in America, the theme in inside is pretty like it's pretty light, and we got lighter. Like you know, we got like even yeah. Like, so like you know it's gonna be fun to see i mean uh, the the american one has a story like you're late for your gig Uh, and you're going through la in the limo in paris it was just like hey want to ride the music and and it was i mean i'm where's the light no i mean what was it like yeah there was like the whole yeah it was like a ride the music the cars were called soundtrackers or something, weren't they? Soundtracker, yeah, yeah. Come and and ride the music. And then inside, it was basically like your average local club. I'm pretty sure Valdo Up had better lighting in the clubs. 
And then you need to have seen the American pre-show to know who the hell that chick was when he was like, hey, blah, blah, blah. Because, yeah, because her story was developed in America. Yeah, exactly. Like, no one understood, like, what the hell. Yeah, yeah. Eventually, they just sort of skipped it as well. Like, there was just a whole period of time where they were just like, do you know what? Just go straight through this thing. (laughs) The doors were open and they weren't there. And I was like... Yeah. But, yeah, I mean... It's gonna be an interesting one, um, and uh, you know we've seen it. We've seen the entrance sign. That's really exciting. <laughs> yeah, if you look. If you and look. the pavers. Remember when they like moved the walls and they were like, "Oops, sorry, didn't mean to show the pavers." They're gonna be those like gray and white pavers thing. Like the whole street is gonna look amazing with like real, real pavement, like not just you know parking lots. Um, it's gonna be really um, cool. We've also seen the. The web, the blue web logo. I mean, a lot of things are really coming together. Um, they've installed all the infrastructure for the Stuntronic, but we still don't know if the Stuntronic is coming. After they at least say that. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, Avengers Campus is opening this summer. This message brought to you by Avengers Campus. Avengers. <laughs> this message brought to you by Avengers Campus. Opening. I can't wait for that day where I have to eat in the buffet and the quick service all in one. Be fun. I can't wait for the day. For sure. It's gonna be so fun. Remember in 2014 when Ratatouille opened and it was like the queues are three hours long. I can't wait for that to be seven. Well, are they gonna do? Well, that's the question. Are they gonna do boarding groups? And basically, yeah, you'll get I think your boarding group. Yeah, but I don't want them to try me out. I'm just going to hide in the toilets. And I'm like, oh, the water's cold or warm. And going back to our first topics, do you think the toilets will be themed in Avengers Campus? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've come full circle. <laughs> Yay. And you know what that means? That means it's time to end the show. <laughs> we've been going for way too long. <laughs> a show about the toilets of Disneyland Paris and a lot of other things. Um. Right, I think we've covered everything. I'm just looking at my list. Yeah, yeah. Not enough toilet talk. Not enough toilet talk. Well, there's always next time. Um, right. So this was season three, episode one, and I hope that we can do this again, uh, like maybe after April 12, so we can talk about the anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be a short show. Um, but no, um, actually, the um, show was great. <laughs> actually, we'll talk again in a month because I think that would be a good time to talk again uh, for episode two. Maybe we should aim for a late April. Uh, Welcome to how we do scheduling. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The team. You're part of the team. You're here. And- Be like, hi, are you free that night? Uh, no. Are you free that night? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We'll find we it. didn't talk about something major. What? Bruno. Disney Village. Oh. oh my God. We forgot <laughs> Disney Village. That is how much we care. Um, Disney Village is getting remodeled over five years and it's going to be long, man. Yeah. But exciting. It's needed. But exciting, yes. It's, it's it an exciting time to be a Disneyland Paris fan. Disneyland Paris is. is pretty it good. Is. Because I feel and like Disney Village was like the last piece of the puzzle that needs to be fixed. Yeah, Avengers Campus is on the way. Disney, yeah. Disney Village is getting invested. And then when we finish all of that, Frozen is around the corner. Yeah. Oh, Frozen yeah. should Frozen Disney Village will still be in I know, but its like, sort of I, transformation I, stage while I Frozen's mean, open. I mean, once 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 Rosalie's open, everyone's going to be like, oh, the Disney Village. Blah, blah, blah. But like, uh, yeah, like there's like a lot to look forward to. It's like you know, because it's it's a good time to be a fan. Yeah, 
It's good to be a fan. It's fan to be. What was that? It's fun to be. It's fun to be a fan. Uh, (laughs) And they're still using that music. Yeah, they are for the opening spiel. (laughs) Right? Yeah, Yeah. they are. Yeah, they are. Well, you know, this is an impression recycling. I mean, it's a tradition. Rosa D will be really good. So that's replacing Cafe Mickey. Yeah. Because who wants to eat at Cafe Mickey? Come on, people. I get so, you know, and. Just and then the face like Facebook exploded with that pretty well uh, for Cafe Mickey. Facebook exploded. It was like a hundred and odd shares, thousand likes. I was like, good lord. Yeah, Patrick is like texting me. Is like, can I make this tweet? Farewell, Cafe Mickey. I'm like, hit them. (laughs) The thing with Cafe Mickey is that that location is premium. That is probably the most premium location in in Disney Village. And they don't use it to anything like its potential, and now they will be. So because the food is gross and the characters are basic. Do you see? Sorry. Find it when it was because when we first started going, it was I think it was thirty five euros for like your starter main and like a drink or whatever. You know, thirty five euros and and characters, characters like like we were like sure like well, jesus this is like free for like, on like today's standards yeah let's just do it and then when they put the you know the prices up and it was like whatever it's like 60 now we were like i can't i cannot warrant spending that money on that food when earl sandwich is just so close yeah and i'd prefer to eat that and it's it's too bad because there was a concept there to like you know gula, do like goofy's kitchen and have uh outfits in like you know chef goofy and oh, mini so you know bakery like mini baker whatever you know this like they do at disneyland um oh, but they never did it was always like you know i mean it's great it's always great to see mickey and his friends but i mean it depends for how much you know like yeah, absolutely. and the and the food like then they became like an italian menu and everyone was like oh like why like it's mickey mickey's all american like give me give me like mac and cheese give me some bacon give me oh, some you know r.i.p ariel's favorite fish risotto <laughs> was she was a cannibal and ate the sea. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah anyways yeah disney village exciting um, you know, and someone said uh, they're going to remove, obviously, from the concept art, I guess, they're going to remove those giant pillars. So that's going to be weird when they start coming down. And the whole thing needs to get repaved because right now it, it looks like a mismatch of all sorts of things. Right now it looks like the bottom of Main Street USA and Walt Disney World Magic Kingdom. Oh, oh, burn. It, it needs to be. I was saying this the other day as well. There needs to be a background music loop that's not just random songs on the radio. That that oh, yeah. enjoy that. together. I enjoy that because a lot of it is like, oh my god, they just play Fantasmic and then they just play We Don't Talk About Bruno or blah blah blah. I enjoy that. I'm like, it's, it doesn't know what it wants to be. But yeah, it needs to have like a classy, like a classy, oh what I, you know, like in World of Disney and I don't know if it's the same in Disney Springs on downtown Disney in um in California in Anaheim. Uh, I love the little, the little soft, uh, soft jazz, and it's like Disney tunes. It's like do do do. I like that. Kind of like yeah, uh, no, in Disney Springs, it was like a, like a weird, new wave sort of version of Disney songs. And like I was walking through it, I was like, oh, this is like from Wreck It Ralph. This is great. Well, I like the soft jazz. I also want... someone has worked on it, not like Disney Village Radio, which is kind of like your iTunes on random. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> <exactly> like that. <laughs> and then when they like sneak in like the little adverts, where it's like, "Come join us at that dance party tonight." <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. oh, the one I like the one where she's like, uh, "Do you have everything in the car?" Yes, I do. Do you have the park reservations? Yes, I do. No, you need to have park reservations. <laughs> <laughs> this is I'm like, wow. Also, while I have while I'm talking, uh, Ben looks horrified. Uh, 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 well, uh, I also want in Walt Disney Studios Park for Front Lot to have its own like kind of soft jazz, and I want I want um, um, Mickey Avenue soundtrack to be played around there because that would just work so well. Yeah, can we can we take out like uh, the you know the Harry Potter the <laughs> Harry Potter music, <laughs> James Bond, yeah, things that are on Disney. Yeah, I want I want I want that little, like jaunty tune of uh, Mickey Avenue. Put that in um, what is the, in the front line. That would change the atmosphere like a lot and it would be good. Yeah. All right. Well, lots to look forward to. Um, and we'll talk more in a month about uh, everything that's happened at Disneyland Paris. Thank you everyone for being back on the podcast. We're back on the feed. I have to like find a password and stuff to upload the episode. So hopefully that still works. <laughs> So we may have just spent three hours recording. No, no, no. I have it saved somewhere and I know who to call if I need it. It's Michael McNeela. (laughs) Or Ghostbusters. All right. Thank you, everyone, uh, for being on the show. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, I think, um, I mean, I think it's going to be about two two hours and a half. So, um, yeah, you've made it. everyone. You've made it. Maybe you were on the long car ride or uh, a long walk up the beach. I don't know. <laughs> you're an insomniac and you're now asleep. Um. Exactly. <laughs> Maybe you were waiting in line at Princess Pavilion and you're only halfway there. Uh, <laughs> so anyways, enjoy your meet and greets and uh, we'll see you uh, next month. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye.